It's everyone's favorite show about all things Utah. A show where four hosts, and sometimes a guest, discuss whatever they want regarding Utah, and mostly stay on topic. It's the new Utah Podcast, with your hosts, Bree, Chris, Jeremy, and Jessica. I remembered halfway through that those are in alphabetical order, and so then I didn't fuck it up this time when I was pointing them out. I saw the pointing. It was done correctly. Uh, it is episode 229 of the new Utah podcast, a podcast all about Utah, just like the intro said. Guess I don't need to fucking say it. That's why I made the intro. <laughs> um, but we should have like somebody else do it that's just some random voice. Yeah, we could have like Nick do something for us. I bet he'd do something for us. He would. He totally would. So Nick will be back in December. Nice. Maybe, maybe we we'll, can ask him for. Maybe we'll we'll do do our intro. Uh, he's doing some cool album thing, oh, right? He could sing it. That'd be cool. He is. So he started um, like a rec- a monthly record subscription service. That's fucking cool. Yeah. So I he'll be saw, he'll I saw be on like to that on like Facebook. I think so. to talk about it. Um, That's pretty bad. I don't know why I'm having I'm, my brain is forgetting what it's called. Hold on. Yeah, everything Nick does is cool. It's true. I, I don't know about everything. I mean, pretty much, no, does, pretty much everything. Cool. I'm, I'm not. I'm His sh- cooking's amazing. Look, I'm pretty sure he probably masturbates, and I'm not okay with that. It's called record spread. That is no <laughs> masturbation is not called record spread. No, that's this company. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying. Look, you not, could have a record spread. Also, I don't. I don't think when someone takes a shit, it's cool, and I'm sure he does that. So not everything he does is cool. Jamie. You don't know. Does he have the infinite set? Well, no, no, no. The perpetual sadness, like play. The infinite set. This is not it's smashing pumpkins. <laughs> is, is he like taking a dump and he's like, can you play something for me, perpetual? That's his nickname for. You can ask prop. him. Is he going to bring her the perpetual sadness? I can ask. <laughs> she come, but she's too doing, sad. I don't, know, I don't know if we're doing Skype. I don't know. We, maybe we could do it at his new house. I don't know what we're doing yet. Oh, yeah. I forgot he got a new house, too. He we did. See, everything it is is cool. Yeah, yes. uh, things are going well for Nick, uh, to some degree, I think. Yes. Um, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. So, did you guys do anything cool this weekend? So, I don't, I don't know how cool it was, but we got the pool taken down. Well, that sucks for yeah, your that's kids. Not cool. Which is always kind of a sad thing, but we got it down. What do you, away. okay, so let me ask you, where do you drain the water to? So, what I do is I put three different garden hoses and siphon it so it's slow, and I just put it along. There's not enough chemicals. To kill the lawn. No, okay, so you, you run three garden hoses out of it. And it takes probably on. nine hours. Oh, okay, so you're not like... I'm not one of those open, because it does have the drain hole. It well, would you, flood my yard. Your fucking chickens would probably die. The neighbor's yard drowned the chickens because they're stupid. They're right next... Well, they're right next Yeah, to they it. wouldn't hop up onto anything. They'd, They'd just, just be stand like, there, ah! Put their head down in it. They're like, know. oh, what? Oh, this, this is not good to drink, <laughs> but I'm going to keep drinking it. So, yeah, so I just spread it out throughout the yard, and then it, every couple hours I'll move the hoses a little bit. But. So you're gonna, like, I always like those videos where people are like, oh, I'm going to fucking with the punch knife. a hole in it with a knife, you morons. <laughs> Floods the it, lawn. And- it, don't worry. The knife will puncture a hole, but water has this thing that it likes to do, which is get out of whatever the fuck's holding it, and it'll find the easiest way. That's the hole. It's not a stream that's going to shoot out when you have that many gallons of water. No, it's just blah. It will rip that motherfucker in half and take you with it. So then I have a, I've got a complaint. So it's, it's mid-October as you're listening to this. It's okay to stop watering. No your damn fucking lawn. shit. So, oh, I heard shit. my sprinklers come on. Not my. I don't know if they were mine, but my neighborhood. So, my neighbor across the street, who only mows his lawn every other week, 
which is like, eh, whatever. But he's got a riding mower, but he doesn't bag it. So it leaves just that big pile. So it's like my backyard. Dead sometimes. grass. Of dead grass. He doesn't weed. So the weeds are around the front of his house are like up to the window. The weeds along the fence are like on the, the sidewalk. But he still has his water set for like the hottest day in August. So it runs for each zone. Probably 30, 40 minutes per zone. So I, so I go out there in the morning to do whatever. The sidewalk is flooded. The drain, the, the, the drain around the corner. And then because of all the grass, it's washing in there. So there's nothing draining because uh-huh. it's so it, long. there's a lake in front of his house and it's like, turn your damn water. And I know we're secondary water, but still. Don't they turn it off? Uh, anytime now. I saw them blowing out yeah, the lines say, it's today. It's got to be in like October. That's right? usually right about now. Because if they don't, like it's going to get below freezing soon. It'll start freezing yeah. lines. No, and any day now I'm expecting the water to be off, but it's like, we, Come on. We, cause you know, we walk early in the morning and people don't change their fucking watering. I don't. I'm lazy as shit. I turned my water off two weeks ago. Um, but, uh, I'm lazy as shit. And so I don't change my watering schedule. I don't change how much I water. It's the same all summer. Fuck the my lawn dies. in July and August. I don't care. Like, yep. uh, but we walk around in the mornings and there are people all the time. Like last year, it was below freezing. We're walking, and people are watering. Still watering, and yeah. it's like icy on the sidewalk. In sidewalks. like November, I haven't. Hey, I haven't watered my lawn like full on watered it in probably a month and a half. Wow! I'll use the sprinkler for the garden, a couple spots. <laughs> Me <but> neither. <laughs> <laughs> That's because I ripped all my lawn out. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. And mine still looks okay. I mean, it looks like it should in October. It's okay to have yellow grass in October. Yeah, it's fine. It's okay to have You're, yellow grass in August. You too. should have yellow grass in October because it's putting itself to bed for right. the winter. Because seriously, if you're still watering now and we get a freeze, all that's going to do is kill the root system. Yeah, it's going to really so, hurt your grass. There's this guy who like started to do his yard and do some stuff and he put some some grass seed down and then he never watered it, never watered it, never watered it and all these weeds started growing and then suddenly he started watering it and now he's still watering it and it's like it's just this weird weeds. mix of like grass and weeds that are grown but out. But there's very little grass. It's, it's mostly weeds. It's so stupid. I'm, why are you wasting your water at this point? So watering. So that's my complaint for today. Just no, turn your yeah. water off. It's mid-October. What about you, Jess? You get that back thing done in your house? The back deck no. or whatever? No, it's not done yet. I've been too busy with cakes so and other you, things. Oh, I was going to say, I saw the, what, like a pumpkin cake or something that you made. No, the Haunted Mansion. That No, was a Haunted Mansion? With, with the guys in the red, that's the one I showed you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the, the two different, yeah, that's, that was cool. I like that cake. Thanks. Didn't you make a pumpkin thing too with like Disney pumpkins or was that something was else? It I was saw? for that one. Oh, it was for that one. Okay. I'm, I'm, see, I they were, haunt, they were Disney Haunted they Mansion were, yeah, pumpkins. They were pumpkins with the Mickey ears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That looked good. I liked that cake quite a bit. That was part of that one that I showed you. I knew you'd like it, so I showed it to you, because you don't pay attention otherwise. I don't fucking look at stuff like that. I don't look at Instagram and Facebook very often. I'm, I have an, I have an order when I shit. TikTok? No. TikTok's like down towards the bottom of the list. So my order when I shit. If you TikTok first, you won't go to anything else. Yeah, that's true. It's true. It totally sucks your soul away. Instagram Um, Reels is that way too. So hours. Not for me, because I don't, I don't follow that many people. You know, you don't have to follow people. You just go to the random feed and it's just like TikTok. Man, man. I use Instagram to follow people I give a shit about. Um, so I, I read news. A um, little bit of national news from a couple sites. 
uh, I go through two different local sites for local news. KSL was completely fucking down for like two days, by the way. Hmm. Like their website was totally hashed. Um, so a couple local news sites to pick up any local stories. Um, then I'll usually switch to like Al Jazeera or BBC to mm-hmm. see if there's any other world-worthy news that's not the stupid bullshit that our country likes to post. Or reporting it like correctly uh, about our country. Then I'm usually done. I almost never make it past that point when I'm taking a poo. But second poo, or second time I sit on the toilet, there's more news, right? <laughs> but um, usually that's the point where I'm like, okay, I'm going to start looking at Instagram first. Uh, so I'll flip open Instagram uh, and I'll kind of scroll through it. And when I either get to like the third ad that I've seen or I get to the end of the stuff that it says I've already seen, then I'm done. And then I go to TikTok. Facebook... Pretty much never gets opened. I pretty much have to tell him if I want him to see something there. Uh, and t- Twitter, uh, Twitter's hit or miss. If there's a soccer game on, I'm on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> or if there's something I want to bitch about, I'm on Twitter. Nice. But I don't read a lot of Twitter. So. I can't even use Facebook anymore. A couple of weeks ago when I tried to do that post for Facebook, I opened it up. I couldn't even get to the page, to our page. Yeah, to- that's because they made Facebook look like Twitter. I'm like, I can't, we can't even get to yeah, it. The Facebook user interface on the web now looks a lot like the Twitter interface yeah. does. It was really a like jarring experience when that switched. Uh, yeah, so besides the cake, you doing anything else? I did. I went to uh, Kuahara Farms Pumpkin Patch. Nice. We took Jack for his first time. My cousin's little boy. It was really cute. He was filthy. The one in West Jordan? No, it's in Draper. Draper. Yeah, it's just off 123rd and 7th West. Um, It's it's awesome. They have such a good layout. They have amazing pumpkins. I only spent $5 instead of $90. That's the one I went to last year, and it was really cool. Because I won't be here for a couple weeks, and I didn't want them to be gross. What else did I do this weekend? I pretended to clean my room for my appraisal. <laughs> for my house appraisal. <laughs> yeah, did you make uh did you make our boy downstairs pick that shit up? Uh he he did volunteered. He, sh- he said, Is she coming downstairs? And I said, Yes, she is. <laughs> so she's gotta see and he's like, yes. Fuck. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. Do you have boxes? He does that every once in a while. He's <laughs> like, do you have a dump truck that I can haul this to the laundry in? Basically. No, it is mostly boxes because he gets the um all the box things every week. Or well, yeah, one of the food services, I can't remember which one. He had Blue Apron, I think he does. And I'm like, Ron, you just throw the boxes in the dumpster. He's like, oh, I didn't know that. I cu- well, because we have a dumpster. Like, I have a garbage can. Yeah. But the HOA has a dumpster for the condos and stuff. We're not supposed to use them a lot, even though we pay for them. But I was like, just quit take your boxes just, over there. You know what? Just push it in the neighbor's yard. It's fine. Just throw it over, <laughs> throw it over the fence. <laughs> you know. Just when you're going to work, just drop it. You got that field around the corner. Just... Is there still a field around the corner? I don't know. That shit's all getting developed really fast out there. It is. They're going to build a McDonald's and a new gas station by my house. Jeez, that's fucking that's crazy. You're living large with McDonald's. Yeah. Dollar coffee in the morning. It's <laughs> 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 fucking dangerous. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I don't, that, I don't even remember what I did on Friday. I watched Trolls and had pizza. <laughs> Not the old Trolls, but like the cartoon one. <laughs> We uh we watched a Halloween show too. It was actually pretty decent, but I don't remember what it was. Artemis Fowl. Oh yeah. We watched Hubie Halloween. Artemis Fowl is not really a Halloween show. It was a spike. We watched show. Hocus Pocus too. We did watch Hocus Pocus. That was a good. I like that. Movie. I watched Thirteen Ghosts <laughs> and Oculus. Um, I'm all up for the Child's Play are, series now. Yeah. 
Are you? I'm ready for my like 80s B-rate horror like, movies. Like from the beginning all the way through? Yeah. Unfortunately, his, his movie partner lives yeah she doesn't live here anymore Uh, i just saw the very end of the one with the bride of chucky the other day was on but um i i I also my favorite brie what is my favorite b-rate horror series of all time um puppet puppet master the puppet master yeah the the puppet the puppet master with all the fucking killer puppets like there's like 13 of them or something 14 of them i don't know there's like it's like the 80s franchise it's like the leprechaun all of those shitty movies no 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 because there were more puppet master movies (laughs) they were older than the leprechaun because the leprechaun was like a 90s movie like late 80s early 80s franchise that one was way more fucked up too because at least with the puppets like they didn't because it was like 70s and 80s they didn't show the like super gruesome shit you just knew that like you knew something was the happening splash of it was, well, like the it one puppet Hitchcock. that had the drill head would like drill into people's knees sometimes and so that would like hobble them but that's my favorite of all times i just think that's a well they were pretty close puppet master came out in 1989 well the first one yes yep and then uh um, sure felt like that was older i think leprechaun was mid 90s because i remember when that one came out 93. Yeah. So my favorite so theme, my, years, I yeah, love, I love watching dumb horror films. Like, I, there's an, there's an extent though, but my favorite is to go and see how they're rated on Rotten Tomatoes because they are all below 30%. They're all fucking terrible. All of them. But this was like, no, so, like even good, even good ones. And you're like, whoa, why? So when I was a kid, and this is probably why like most horror movies don't really scare me, but when I was a kid, like, this is my mom. I'm seven years old. She's like, let's watch Friday the 13th. Let's watch Nightmare on Elm Street. Fuck yeah. Let's watch mm-hmm. Hellraiser. And then like <laughs> when when uh, Basic Instinct came out with Sharon Stone, mm-hmm. I have watched at this point hundreds of fucking slasher films. That movie comes out. We're watching it. My mom's like, I don't know about this movie. The language is kind of harsh. And then comes the fucking interrogation scene where she opens her legs. She's like, nope, that's it. Turns off the TV. <laughs> Wouldn't let me watch it. Well, because you got to draw a line somewhere. Yeah, it's apparently vagina is the line <laughs> my mom drew. Language was pushing it, and then vagina. Because you know how many boobies you see in like the old school Friday the Thirteenth movies. Like, well, I was just gonna say when I like I was in like fifth grade, fifth and sixth grade, and we used to have sleepovers and watch like the, the like the camp horror ones, not oh, not yeah. let not yeah. where the girls Friday all the wear white cotton panties. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, those are some of my favorite commercials, and I love that Geico has recycled them. The one with the chainsaws. Yeah. When you're in a scary movie, you do dumb things. <laughs> Let's run over there. Why don't we just get in the know. running car? I like the I like the attic one. That one's my favorite with the creepy dolls. Yeah. Oh yeah, where he goes up there in the fucking mannequins. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> it's so creepy. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's why one of my favorite horror movies of all time is Cabin in the Woods. Like hands down, I do like it that is. one. I know it's a lot more recent, but. It is a horror movie about horror movies, and it's so meta. It's fucking fantastic. It's like the origin of all like horror. when the dude when the dude jumps the motorcycle and hits the fucking force field and then falls Thor, and dies. When Thor, yeah, <laughs> poor Thor. Man, that was that basement part though. That that blew me away. That was so great. That was awesome. It's so great. I love that movie. <laughs> it's one of the. It's still. It, it will always be one of the best horror movies of all time. Well, it wasn't like super gory. It was more no, it wasn't. Yeah, and it was it was humorous. Like the there was 
What's that one that you said was actually kind of that actually kind of creeped you out? Where they like climb on the wall? Fucking insidious. Yeah, hey, insidious. Insidious was. They were just talking about that today on a show I watch, and how that is hands down all the time one of the creepiest. One of movies. the scariest movies. I mm-hmm. like just and the first time I watched it, I, it pitch dark. So you know, our if we turn if we close our curtains and turn out the lights, it is pitch dark in there, and uh, like. As soon as the sun goes down, and that movie in pitch black. Is- have you watched all of them? Uh, no, because the I second one was terrible. I, I haven't seen any of them, but the third one, and I we saw the third one in the theater, and that was, it was it was good. I thought the the ring, the Japanese version, <laughs> the ring was good. I watched the three. I don't even remember out. the ring. We watched it on opening day in the theater, and I had my eyes covered That's the whole Bree's entire time. Favorite horror character in haunted houses. She loves that oh person my God, more that than person Chainsaw scares Guy. Scares the shit out of me. But, the Japanese version where, where the grandma's laying in the bed and the daughter or the granddaughter's talking to her and the grandma's got this horrified face and she doesn't know why and that thing is like gone up the wall onto the ceiling. That's so great. I love Asian horror films because like the way that they, when I, when I, once upon a time when I worked in restaurants, I'd get home at like 10 o'clock on Sunday nights and Sundance used to show Asian horror films at 10 o'clock on Sunday nights. And I just, I became obsessed. Like the first one that I watched, I was like, I don't even know what I just watched. This is amazing. And, um, and it was called Dumplings and it was awesome. Um, and it's about this lady that makes dumplings out of something that's not pleasant that I don't want to ruin it because at the end I was like whoa we fucking watched this um, we were trying to figure out what to watch um, at the condo so Brie and I went to Lake Tahoe by the way this last weekend um, to do nothing my goal was to go to sleep wake up have a nap maybe have some dinner and then go to sleep again and I did that and so we were like well let's just on on Sunday we we're like well let's just hang out and watch a couple shows and like not do anything too crazy we'll go on a hike in the morning and then we'll figure out dinner uh, and so what we ended you up say doing, hike but it was paved so it was more just like a, a we walk went up on a, a nature hill. walk and then went out to the beach um, but we came back and we were looking for something to watch and I'm like oh let's watch some of these Disney shorts and we watched this Disney short called Bow have you <gasps> oh, seen yeah, that yeah, oh my god that was so fucking little... creepy yeah when when, the... when she when you realize she's finally well should I say it in case people want to watch it I guess <laughs> it's it fucking like three minutes long when people when you finally realize that she was dreaming but up until that point she like eats her ki- like I was like ah! it's all a metaphor for her son yeah <sighs> but like but like she like the dumpling is made and then like it like like she goes to bite it and like it like, ah! cries and I'm like what the fuck is <laughs> and this it, like gets hit in the head with a soccer ball and she has to and she like feeds it some more filling to puff its head yeah back that's up. why Jess that's what made me think of it as you're talking about a show where she makes oh it, out it's yeah she does well fetuses she makes them out of fetuses but uh yeah I love Asian horror films oh, because so does she get those from Planned Parenthood I hear they sell them <laughs> they do all of those late term abortions and to the makeup industry yeah. oh yeah we gotta test it on something we also watched The Secret Window with Johnny Depp that was pretty good I think I've seen that, but I don't know. I don't remember scary shows very much because I usually like, don't watch them with it's my not eyes open. So much scary as like suspense. Is that suspense. old school Johnny Depp or is that like post, post uh, Disney fucking it's middle? Probably six, seven years ago is when it came out. So it's not good. It was. 
It's yeah, not I'm, like the Taurus. I'm sorry. The Johnny Depp, man. <laughs> I like guy, Johnny Depp. My, one of my favorite movies of all time is Benny and June. And I, I think he's fantastic movie. in that it's movie. That's not that. It's not Benny and that, June. That's, that's good, Johnny Depp. Like, once you got past Pirates of the Caribbean, his character is the same fucking character in every movie. I don't know. His Once Upon a Time in Mexico is pretty messed up. But it's the same fucking character. I know. That's Watch it. It's kinda. He's Jack Sparrow. He's the same character. <laughs> Right, <laughs> kind of. Yeah, exactly. You go watch. Uh, go out. Don't go watch the Lone Ranger. Never mind. I'm not going to recommend that. Um, let's move to Utah stuff. <laughs> the Lone Ranger. Part of the film, <laughs> when we when we're driving across the salt flats, I'm, I always think I just feel like I'm in a movie because I've seen this. In so many movies. In Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. And Independence Day. It's been in a lot of movies. Watch The Ridiculous Six. There's a really old film that a creature, I can't remember the whole thing, but um, part of Salter was, it was filmed out at Salter, the original Salter. Our uh, our wilderness is uh, something else. Um, (laughs) So, so speaking of our wilderness, um, we were in... In Tahoe, we were in, in like hardcore bear country. Like the day before we left, I sent Bree a video I, I had saw on TikTok, which was someone's like front porch camera. There was a package delivery dude. The caption on the video was, our security cameras finally caught something interesting. There was a delivery dude that dropped off a package and you hear this roughly. He's like, oh shit. And all of a sudden you see this fucking black bear just like charge through <laughs> and like, not at him, porch, but just like, just like run through. And, and then he starts yelling at it. I'm like, like, dude, yeah, go get, get out of your here. damn on, car. I'm like, that's where we're going, babe, right there. We did not see any bears. But it was bear mountain lion country, and they actually had, on all the signs warning you about where you were at, they had the paw prints, the paw prints would look for like bears and, and mountain lions or yeah. cougars. But then... Like this, what to look like, what to look yeah, for. Yeah, what the tracks look like. Yeah. 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 But then there was this video going around, and I didn't realize it was from Utah, but there was a video going around of a cougar that was coming at a dude like clearly in the video if you know animal behavior the cougar wasn't trying to kill him the cougar was trying to get him to fuck away from it um but this went this video was like viral all over the place and apparently it was some dude in Provo Canyon in Slate Canyon yep yeah and if you watch the whole thing it's like 6 minutes long yeah of this this fucking mountain lion coming at this dude and you can tell cuz it's like it's growling and it moves forward a few steps and then it jumps up and swipes its paws in the air like nowhere near the guy like a, a, a ways away, like, but not far enough away that the cougar couldn't have actually just pounced and fucking killed him. So you could tell that the cougar was very much like defending territory. Like, I'm big. Get away from me. Well, she was defending her babies. He was recording her cubs, which is why she reacted. Yeah. And so, I mean, luckily the guy's okay. I don't know how lucky that is because it's like the people get fucking gored by bison in Yellowstone. They deserve it every fucking time. Because you're trying to feed it a sandwich. Do you know how hard it is to go into Yellowstone and not have someone talk to you about keep your fucking distance from the bison? When you go into the in park the front gate. at the front gate, they tell you, stay at least 25 feet away. Do not approach them. They can Keep run and turn inside and really time. fast. And they give you a pamphlet. If they're in, <laughs> if they're in the fucking roadway, you sit until they move. Do not honk at them. Don't try to go past them. Just fucking wait. That's to enter the park. And any time that you interact with a ranger, they fucking reiterate the same thing. So if you get gored in Yellowstone, it's your own fault. Anytime you approach a wild animal in any way, shape, or form, it's your fault. Yeah, if you get attacked, it's your fault. 
Or so. the people who fall in the mud pots every year. That just fucking happened too. There was a little <laughs> kid that just fell into one of the pools and got burned like a toddler that ran off from mommy and daddy, fell into one of the watch mud pits. Watch your kids, and got people. Again, it's not that hard. If you have them, you have to watch them. I feel bad because kids don't necessarily know any better. Right? It's the parents' fault. Uh, so I feel bad for the kid, but the fucking parents should actually be cited and fined heavily for child endangerment by oh, not taking sure. care of their goddamn kids. You should always, if you're out somewhere in public with your children, you should always have them in sight. Children and dogs, same thing. If you are taking your child or your dog out in public, you are responsible. All right. So we're going to talk some politics. We haven't done that much uh, these days. Um, So if you live in Salt Lake County and you're asking yourself, Where's my melon ballot? Check your mail this week. They, by your, law. Your melon ballot? Is that like cantaloupe? Yeah, yeah your melon ballot. Melon ballot. Um, it's M-E-L-O-N. Those don't count, by the way. The mail-in ballot counts. <laughs> hey, did you hear, and I don't remember where this happened, that some, some place, some Republican Party place dropped off a bunch of, um, ballot boxes, boxes that were fake. Yep. That looked just like them. Yeah. So. What I would suggest doing is using the U.S. Postal Service. Put it in the mail. <laughs> we live in Utah. And even if you don't live in Utah, vote early, put it in the mail. And there are places that you can go vote in person, but just be mindful. You will be there for a very long you time. You will wait in line. Hours. Also, uh, you, um, when you, when you vote in every single state, there is a place to go check the status of your ballot. The Utah place is vote.utah.gov. It's really easy to find. Right on the front page is a thing that says track my ballot. And you can actually see, did your ballot make it there on election day? Was it counted or was it rejected because you forgot to sign or your signature wasn't valid? If it gets rejected, there are instructions on how to send a letter that says, hey, this is my ballot. Please count it. Uh, and you also have the ability to still, if that was the case, go and vote in person. But I would be really late by that point. So I would just follow the instructions on how to get your ballot counted. Because it's not hard. They didn't reject that many in Salt Lake in, in Utah last year for, so, for lack and of signatures. I, was, I think I used to listen to CNN um, in my car. Um, and they somebody was, uh, and it might have been NPR, I don't remember. I was on a lot of talk radio. But they were talking about voter fraud and how in all of the years of mail-in ballots... There has only been uh, like 190 cases of voter fraud. 190 cases. 190. Like that's... There's 330 plus million people in this country. And that's every election cycle. Like that's 190 In an election cycle. It was like 192, I think. Half the country votes in an election cycle. So you're talking like... That's not even... That's not even a percent. Like it's not even a... You can't even see that on a graph. Yeah, it's not even yeah. a percentage point. So it's not even just, half a percent or a hundredth of a percent. Yeah. It's like a thousandth or something. It's really Like small. I said, you can't really even see it on a graph. So voter fraud's not a thing. Now, the reason I say that is Salt Lake County, by law, the ballots for our mail-in went into the today. mail. Today was the last day for them to get them in the mail. So yep. they actually said they're all getting sent yesterday and today. So you should be getting it this week. Uh, our mail is not that slow. Um, I don't think all of our big sorting machines got turned off like some of the ones in places like Texas. <laughs> There's some crazy shit. If you really want to go into that, uh, listen to a different it, podcast. They did get that fixed, stuff. though. Uh, no. Those machines are still not on. Oh, the machines. No, yeah, but, I, they, they but some of the ballot stuff. Yeah, they can't fix those machines. Um, 
So anyway, um, that's important to know because I know a lot of people, I've actually had quite a few people ask me personally if I'd gotten a ballot or when the ballot was expected. So um, just know it's not the same everywhere. That's Salt Lake County specifically. Have you gotten your ballot yet, Jess? Uh, no, I, th- I have not. I, I think most counties are around the same time frame. Um, and I'm not sure exactly how that law forms, but I know that is a Salt Lake County ordinance specifically that it had today, the 13th of October is when. I was trying to look on Twitter to see if they had anything about Utah County or now, the others. If you're not registered to vote, you will not be getting a ballot today, uh, this week. You will not get a mail-in ballot if you register to vote between now and October 23rd, which is the deadline. Correct. But you can go vote in person. Yes. So please register to vote if you have not already, and then just plan to go to your polling place. All of Take that. Take a snack and a battery charger for your phone. So All I don't. Of that info is on vote.utah. I don't think that it was just Salt Lake County. I think it's Utah as a whole, because that's is what. That the Utah law? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they, they started today mailing the ballots to so, everybody. And your ballots are managed by your county commissioner. So if you think there's going to be voter fraud, the people that catch that and deal with it are your county, your county clerk, not your county commissioner. Ours so, is Sherry Swinson. Sherry Swinson's been doing a bang up job since I've been voting in Utah. I'll, I'll keep voting for Sherry as long as she she's got to be like 1200 years old or something. I don't know. <laughs> she she's can't been, ever die. She's, she's awesome. been around for a long time. Yeah. I can't remember a time. I'm more I voted in wasn't sure. But <laughs> guess what's one of the the positions that you can affect with local elections in some places is your county clerk, uh, or you know your count town council will put that clerk or your county council will put that clerk in a place. Depends on the county how that position's filled, but your votes have an impact on that. I got my Ben McAdams signed today. Yeah, so McAdams and Owens had their one and only debate last night. I did not watch it because was it actually a debate though? <laughs> well, no. Jess, you watched it, right? Uh, I watched parts of it. I was busy being a weirdo with my aunt and uncle. I was tired after the drive back. I didn't want to watch it because it's not going to affect who I vote for. Right. We had Burgess Owens on the show. Um, I don't think any of the four of us even have a wet dream of voting for that guy. Or a nightmare, maybe. I, I think that my... I mean, I think we've become so accustomed to the commercials just because they keep playing one after the other to on whatever station you watch. And yesterday morning, I heard a new one from him, which my aunt said it's been out for a, a few days or a couple weeks. I don't remember. And it, it was him talking about how he was going to like make sure that people were taken care of with the Affordable Care Act and, you know, and, and making sure it doesn't get repealed. And I was like, what? <laughs> wait, wait a minute. <laughs> like all of his advertising, like I just keep getting flyer after flyer in my mail for him. And it's all that. And Ben McAdams called him out and said, Hey, let's talk about three weeks ago when your website said that you were going to be voting to repeal, Obama repeal in its entirety. Affordable Care Act. And, and he then grilled him. It had to have been at least 15 minutes. It was the, I would say it was almost the majority. Well, that's a, that's a really, really important issue to undecided voters because I. Well, I know my aunt said that because I had walked outside or into another room and she said, she said, Oh, I was out on my uncle's farm and she said, you should have heard because all of a sudden Burgess started talking about bipartisanship and I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So this is a thing. This is. McAdams is not a great Democrat, right? He's not super liberal. The guy in most states would be considered a Republican. Um, but he's a, he's, he is, 
he said it best himself. He has to, he's in a district that is a swing district that is actually still pretty heavily favored Republican. Mm-hmm. His constituency for his district demands that he be very basically centrist. Uh, he has to, he has to have that compromise between the far left, the far right, and everything in between. And he does a good job. He's the most independent by voting record, uh, in Congress in the House, which is pretty crazy. Um, he's, um, there's, there's only one other actual independent, uh, that's, that's flagged as independent. And he's, he's not. He runs as a Democrat in the state for party reasons. It's kind of stupid. I think, Ben would probably run as an independent um, if uh, he thought he could get the real support in the state by doing that. But I, I don't think he feels like he can. But you know, that's what we need. We need more people like that that are willing to stay moderate and listen to both sides and not worry about voting on their party lines, but actually listen to what constituents want and then vote that way. So yesterday, Ben tweeted out, and I, I, I feel just from watching him since he took office that he has really stuck to trying to be in the middle of the aisle and work with both parties. And he, he tweeted out, I work hard to represent everyone. You may not agree with every decision I make. You know, my heart is in the right place. I listen. I work to bring people together and find solutions. And I, I think that that defines him very, very well. Tons of town halls, virtual and per. And all, they're good. Pretty too. much all virtual now because of COVID. But, but they're all te- they're tele. Yeah, They've they're been all tele. tele. Like they're they'll all just, you just calls. call in. But he answers questions. He talks to his mm-hmm. constituents on a regular basis. Um, and I've talked with Burgess. I don't think Burgess is a horrible person. He sat in the studio. Mm-hmm. He's had a long, great conversation with us. Uh, but one thing I can say about him is he is not that person. Burgess Owens is 100% a hardcore Trump-supporting Republican. Mm-hmm. He toes that Trump line. I'm not even going to call it a party line because it's not what the Republican Party really is. It's just kind of what those crazies have become. Uh, and, you know, he sat in this room with us, talking with us, calling all Democrats socialists and Marxists, mm-hmm. not even having the brain to realize he was in a room full of incredibly liberal individuals <laughs> talking to them. I have I have no idea how he didn't pick up on that, but he he really he's just, just didn't. he's out of touch. He's got a he's got a a line for for the questions and that's what he sticks to and he doesn't really pay attention if if the room is playing to that. And my my point of saying that is not to degrade him as as a person, but to say when you walk into a room full of people that have a different opinion than you and you call them a name and by calling someone a Marxist and a socialist, he's not saying that as a good thing. He's basically saying you're the devil. I grew up in an era where we hated communists and that's what brought the country together was our hatred for communism and calling someone a communist or a Marxist back then during the cold war. That was a big deal. I mean, this was the McCarthy era type stuff, right? Like this is the time that he grew up in. And so calling someone a Marxist or a socialist meant they were fucking satanic. They were a Nazi. They were horrible fucking people. And you can't have a bipartisan discussion when you start by saying, I have to be in a room with a bunch of fucking Marxists. 
I have to be in a room with a bunch of horrible fucking people. Yeah. That's not how you have a good... And we, and we are definitely not the first people that he's called that. I mean, he's right. he's very much on no, conservative ri- TV. He's written a book about He hangs about out it. with, like, Candace Owens. Like, he's... He's 100% written a book about it. Yeah. Well, and I was talking to Chris about this, actually, while we were walking around in Tahoe. Um, so, one of the things that he said that some people probably think is a cool thing was he just believes that everybody can live the the American dream. And I don't believe that because right now it's very, very clear that there are whole pieces of our community that are ill-treated. And I, I would tend to think if Burgess Owens had not had the football prowess that he did to be able to get the scholarships to where he, he went to, he probably would not feel the same way. He would have had the same experience. He would have had a completely different experience. And I was likening him, um, to the Obamas just because of the black experience, um, where the Obamas definitely made it, made names for themselves clearly, right? You know who they are and, and he was president and, 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 and everyone loves them. But a difference is where Burgess Owens well, is not like, everyone loves them. Well, you know what I mean? But where Burgess Owens tells everybody that they can do it and they should just pick themselves up and that they shouldn't rely on this and they shouldn't rely on that. The Obamas recognize that they were assisted along the way and that some of what they got was through luck. Um, and through, you know, some of, you know, having parents that were, you know, a little bit different and out of the norm to be able to stick up for them or to teach them different things and give them different ideals. And they, they both recognize that. Um, and that's what makes them different because they did. They, I mean, they're not the normal American experience and they know that and they acknowledge it. And I don't like that about Burgess Owens. I don't like that he's telling people you can be whatever you want to be and live the American dream and all you have to do is try because that's not the case for a lot of Americans because they they have a, a shoe on their neck keeping them down and, and that's what we're fighting for right now. And we need somebody that recognizes that. So I got a question for you guys. We got uh, like 20 minutes and then we'll have to talk to our guest. Um, we we'll have to. to. Yeah, we get to. Uh, <laughs> we'll have to stop doing what we're doing so we can we can talk to our <laughs> guest is what I mean. Um, so we have a couple of options. We can keep going down the path of the ballot. Well, I think we um, can we can probably talk about it next week because we'll have the left show with us. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. If, if we're still doing the stuff with the left show next week, which if you guys don't listen to the left show, uh, go listen to it. It's a it's a show done locally. We talked to J.C. Carter, uh, who's one of one of the hosts. Uh, J.M. Bell is is the other normal long term host, and then they have Clarity right now. I think has been doing a hosting with them for a long time. But it's a local show that uh, is very more politically focused, especially on the national stage. Um, but we'll we'll be teaming up, meeting with them next week, and we'll talk a lot about the election then. So uh, I think instead then what we're going to do is, I don't know, Jeremy probably found this. He always finds this. I did. No, I, think it's, I think it it's sounds hilarious, that. though. Um, I haven't really looked totally at it, but so, I skimmed it. But I want to preface this. So it's, it's 12 things about dating someone from Utah. And I want to preface this by saying we have a, we have some friends friends uh ourdivorce.com uh, <laughs> anytime now we talk about dating all i can do is think about like tom and how awesome that company is doing so we were talking about tiktok earlier uh i was watching tiktok 
And some of the stuff that, that he's done with those influencers has, has come, um, you know, he, he's, he sometimes will send me like, Hey, check out what this thing happened. Cause he's like, he's super stoked. He's busy as fuck, by the way. Um, but he's super stoked at how well the business is doing. Uh, and he'll send me like, Oh, Hey, check out this influencer that posted our shit. And so that's how I'll see it sometimes. But the other day I was just scrolling through and I found some chick that did a video similar to their video. And I'm like, is this a copycat? And then no, it was totally someone pimping him. Uh, she was nice. talking about his, his, uh, his thing like, Oh, this would be a good idea. Maybe I should do this. Oh, someone already fucking thought of the idea. So I'll pay him to do it for me to do my divorce. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. So every time now I think about dating, all I think about is divorce, which kind of sucks Aww. because when I get, when I get married, married, like we're past married, the seven, married? we're past the seven year itch, right? Is there yeah, you another guys are like common law married already? There's no such thing in Utah. Yeah, Utah doesn't have common so, law. So, so after seven years of being married, do I go through another itch phase? Am yes. I going to need Tom's company, our yeah. divorce.com? At, <laughs> That's how it works. Years? I don't. So <sighs> do we have to wait until we get married and then the seven starts again? Yeah. Uh, starts over. Oh, Jesus. Starts all over again. <laughs> I don't know. See, I'm I'm torn. Do we celebrate it as if we've been married 11 years or just one year for that first anniversary? One. Just one. One, yeah. That seems like anticlimactic. Climactic. Whatever. So we probably shouldn't get married. Then we can avoid getting divorced. That won't cost us $300 or whatever it happens to be at that time. Tom might give you a good deal, though. Yeah, he'd probably give us a, a friends and family discount. Maybe a, <laughs> like He'd give us the original one ninety nine. Maybe price. a coupon code. <laughs> <laughs> Utah, hashtag Utah, hashtag divorce sucks. So we're not getting married now is what I'm thinking. Because I don't want to, I want to count 11 years, not one. It isn't, now Bree's going to cry. I was just kidding. We're going to get married. No, um, we well we ha- we're not getting married on our actual anniversary date, no, like dating but... anniversary date. So we can celebrate uh, eleven years on that date and one year on our wedding date. What <laughs> the hell is, are you showing? Oh my god, I've seen that video. She, Jess is trying to show me a video on TikTok of them throwing a guy all the way over the swing set. But he's wrapped in saran wrap, so he doesn't fall <laughs> off. I think that actually keeps you from turning inside out, which is what actually happens. <laughs> So. Like your belly button? Okay, so let's get to this. Let's get to this sweet list of 12 things you must know about dating someone from Utah. Uh, this okay. is great. It, it is really. So our friend Catherine Armstrong over at uh, Only in Only Utah. In your state. Utah. Yeah. Uh, she wrote this and it's oh, there. Yeah, it's 12 awesome things. And just, you know, remember that these things that she writes, remember any of these things are interchangeable. Um, he could make the best jam in the state. She could swing a hammer better than her brothers. <laughs> she could be a diehard Utes fan. He could push for marriage after eight weeks of dating. Or less. <laughs> if you live in Dade in Utah, you've seen all of this. So. And this is true. So go. a lot of times we talk about like the myths of Utah. Um, these are stereotypes for a reason. These are real things that happen. I'm just showing them the, the saran wrap dude. kid. So the first one is she can probably out hike you. She's been breathing this high elevation air her whole life. While you might be a real trail stud, if you're new to the state, she's going to kick your butt. And that's true. When I came to Utah, so I grew up in Wyoming. I grew up a thousand feet higher than Salt Lake Valley is. Uh, and when I came here and I'm going to school, I'm in our Naval ROTC. One of the first things we did before school started was go on like a six mile hike in Red Butte Canyon. 
And all these fucking kids that came up from sea level from like LA and Louisiana. We're dying. A mile in, they're fucked. They are sucking air. They can't hack it. And I'm just like, this is not hard, guys. This is just a fucking nature hike. It's not, well, like, it's not like high elevation. Like, but climbing. I can still out hike you. Yes, she we've, can. We've talked about it before that the Olympic people come up here to train because of the high altitude for skiing and, and different things. It's an advantage because of the altitude. Uh, number two, he might have an irrational college football alliance for a school he didn't attend. The What we call the Holy War, which is not the Holy War, by the way. I'm so glad that BYU has started playing Notre Dame now. Because that's a Holy War. Because that's a Holy War. Uh, but there is a BYU-Utah football rivalry here that is about as, as crazy as it gets. And because... Mormons don't have to go to BYU to love their BYU. It's like Catholics in Notre Dame. They all fucking love Notre Dame, whether they've ever stepped foot on that campus or not. So there's an unreasonable amount of people that like that, especially here in the state. And there are people that love the University of Utah because we don't have a pro football team and because they hate Mormons or hate BYU. (laughs) Yeah, I mean... (laughs) I'd say half to three quarters of the people... Rooting for both sides didn't actually go to. Oh school. no! Yeah, it's not an alma mater. Yeah, I mean, I root, I I root for the U. I didn't go there, but Chris went there, and my daughter goes there. So, but it's funny because my mom has like U stuff all over her car, and that was before Sean started going there. And I was like, "Do you even know when they play and stuff?" She's <laughs> like, "No." So the other person's family, so her family will take you four wheeling, boating, or snowmobiling. That's a lie. Maybe all three. That's not a lie. It's not a lie. That is not a lie. You dated me, and that's never happened. Uh, have you taken me boating with no. Rick and Kelly? Oh yeah, we went boating this last <laughs> summer. Yeah, but yeah. that wasn't our boat. Like that was something totally different. I I think it has to be like in your family. But that's totally the case. If we went to my mom's house, what would she let you do? Jump on her four wheeler and ride it around if you wanted. Yeah, but that's Wyoming, not Utah. It doesn't matter. It's the same difference. No, the the outdoor adventures is a huge thing here. Is the point and. It really is like if you don't have a boat, you probably know someone who does or a four wheeler or a snowmobile. Or you're going to go out and ride on something and not just her. Um, he has crazy survival skills. Gunchuck skills. Dude, it's the Boy Scouts, man. Bow staff skills. Hey, neither one of us have survival skills. Computer hacking skills. Yeah. <laughs> if, if I have survival skills. Chatting up, babes. Me? I was a Cub Scout. I did some weird church scout thing that wasn't Guess Boy what? I'm, I'm not trusting you to keep me alive out in the woods, though. I can light a fire. I can fish. So can I. I can hunt. Yeah. I can light a fire off of, like, nothing. Yeah. Okay. Did you know that? Let's do that. (laughs) I'm not lighting my backyard on fire, but that is true, though. And Boy Scouts is a big part of that. Like there are so many Boy Scout troops, and now the the Mormons have left the Boy Scouts. That might change a little bit, but Eagle Scout wasn't like a badge of honor, like it is in a lot of places. It was an expectation in the state of Utah. So getting your Eagle Scout was kind of a you have to do this. Don't know if his Eagle Scout. I wouldn't trust him to keep me alive either. Jeremy's got one. I sure do. But I'm one of those yeah, weird people that use it. I was just going to say, but I'd trust Jeremy. He can, like, tie a knot and shit. Well, you can tie he a knot and shit, too. He can tie a knot. I can tie a knot while I shit. I How about that? I just said that. <laughs> okay. So, number five is definitely <laughs> Jeremy's wife, but we don't have... We don't, because I think Disneyland's stupid. But she has an extensive Disney memorabilia collection. And to give you an idea of Disney freaks in the state of Utah, there are two Disney freaks in the room with us right now. Bree and I are not. 
Yeah. That's right. Jeremy and Jess are huge Disney fans. It's true. I don't fucking understand it. We're not close to Disneyland. It is a long ass drive to get there. I've never driven. That's why you fly? Yeah. Only fly. <laughs> but but that's kind of the point, right? Like it is a huge obsession in the state of Utah. Probably because we've got Lagoon, but Lagoon is no Disneyland. Uh, the the next one. He owns firearms and camo clothing, or she. Because it goes both ways. It goes both ways. I saw a comedian. I don't own one piece of camel. I saw a comedian. Or a firearm. On, uh, on TikTok the other day. And he's like. <laughs> he goes, don't laugh. So Just I, say it. So I asked, I asked him uh, if he owned any camo. And he said, I think I do. And he goes, right then I knew he was a liar because you don't think you own camo. <laughs> you either own camo or you don't, but you always know if own you own camo. camo. I don't own any camo, and I don't think Chris does either. That is a uh, camo is a serious fad. No, I think I have a pair of camo shorts. No, you don't. Oh, yeah. I don't think I bought them because of their no, because it's stupid. I didn't want. Like, people... what the hell are you wearing camo for? You live I, in suburbia. I didn't. Want... You hiding like in the trees and I like don't jumping want out of people to look at my dick. And what is with pink camo? <laughs> like, what are you hiding for when you're wearing pink? You're camo? hiding. You're hiding from Barbies. What? Um, so the thing about camo is, when I see people walking around in it, it's usually like a disembodied head or uh, that's a, true. A pair I can't of legs see their, with no mm, body. It's really see. weird. I do have my camo pants that I. W- yeah. Were for working, but that's because I get them at Savers for like four bucks, and they're the real military pants. So they're like, with yeah, they have good pockets. You Lots can, of pockets. You can that, get brand new ones at the Army Navy surplus for pretty cheap too, Jeremy. True, but they don't have that. that and you can get expired feeling. MREs there too. Anyway, <laughs> I I own no camo. She's ready for marriage in months, not years. Uh, he's ready for marriage as soon as he walks off his mission. Um, that's, that's See, that's not place. us either. We've been together for 10 years. And you just told me now we can't even get married. We're also old. Um, he or she has kids. I had kids. There are a lot of kids in this state. Um, she has some mad pioneer woman skills. I what he not. does. Uh, know how to quilt, can tomatoes, prepare delicious meals from freeze dried products. Um, pretty women. good with a Dutch oven. I'm pretty good with everything. Yeah, I think that's you, but it's definitely not me. I have none of this stuff. He has some Mad Home Depot skills. That would be that'd Bree be, that's in me. the case there of our go, relationship. See. Finally, something that I that I have. Uh, we are do it or do it yourselfers in the state for Jess better is or pretty worse. good too with her do it yourself stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah, but um, I'm not dateable, so I don't qualify on this. <laughs> so. She has a huge family, and they get together often. Nope. Uh, that is true. It's my family. That is a very That's common thing. That's not true with me. She has no. at least two siblings. Nope. But you know what, though? Even though you were an only child, we got together with your family a lot before Grandma died. And you had two uncles and all their kids that would show up. Like, we got together frequently, multiple times a year. And your mom still gets together with her family, even though we don't go because they're all old biddies. They're not biddies. They're just old. Sure. Uh, this yeah. last one cracks. I love that she thought of this one for the last he one. He plays an instrument. <laughs> because she says, if you're lucky, he took saxophone lessons for 10 years and he's already shown a penchant for serenades. Yeah. Uh, or piano or <laughs> saxophone. Kind of, any kind of band. Better off dead. Yeah. Trumpets. In the restaurant. 
a lot of guitars. Salt Lake is a as Salt Lake, Utah in general is is a big music place. I think. I think piano is probably is the a, most. Is that a Mormon thing though? Like teaching your kids yep. piano very or much something? So. Piano. They very, sing very much a so. lot in their church. Like I think everybody can sing, and if you're Mormon, you can sing piano because every sing. every They're age group does trying. their activities, and they have to sing that opening song with the piano. So like, they got to have kids that play piano in every age group. So if you're going to date someone from Utah, those are all things that are probably realistically potentially going to happen to I you. I had two or three. And I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, but okay. Think about when you married Don. How much of that stuff was true for Don? Don. Really? Oh, the Eagle Scout. No, there was more. There's got to be more. Okay, give me that list back. How many just But we're going to we're we're going to we're going to talk to our oh. guest. Sorry, it's funny. <laughs> uh no, he doesn't. Well, I guess he likes Michigan, but I don't know if that's a rational he didn't ever take me for wheeling, boating, or snowmobiling. He has no survival skills, no Disney, no firearms or camo. Uh, no, we it, we were we were together for over a year before we got married. We didn't have kids. Uh, so I guess what we'll yeah, do no, no. is take the last ten minutes of the show and just delete it. Yeah, is that how it works? Yep. <laughs> uh, that's a. That's a good list. I'm glad that she. I'm glad that it was she. Really that. funny. I like. I like the the only in your state is such so, a great su- site. Subs- subscribe for her their mail list because it comes once a day and there's all even though they're old articles they're all relevant and some are super funny like this and some are travel articles and I like I love getting the I just barely signed up and I love getting them every day. This week we're uh, joined by Greg Schoenwolf, um, also known in the stripper community as Wolf, apparently. <laughs> or Rod Johnson. That's a, No, that's a porno name. <laughs> Rod Johnson. Isn't that like your, your childhood pet and your street name or something? It's only no. redundant if you see dicks in everything that you look at, Jess. Department of Redundancy Department. <laughs> Although my kids accuse me of that. Every time we're somewhere and I say something, they're like, see, you always think you see dicks everywhere. <laughs> it's true. They are everywhere. <laughs> we're driving These in Denver. These are phallic. They're like the world is phallic. I we're driving know. in Denver, and there's some trees on the side of the road. Great big, that huge was trees. You, though, and they me. have these really long, thin seed pods. And I'm like, wow, look at those things. I'm like, look at all those tree dicks. And I'm like, See? <laughs> and yeah, and I was like, I didn't say that, but she she still counted it towards my my dick. So anyway, uh, you know, Wolf. Greg's like, what the hell is this? <laughs> like, what did I what sign I, up yeah, for? What am I getting myself yes. into here? It's my fault. So, so, uh, uh, stripper Greg, um, <laughs> that's just part, of, that's one of the many things that he does, right? So, uh, yeah, I do a lot of different things. So actually. you, you, uh, you work for Shades of Pale. I do. Yeah. I'm currently the lead packaging. So basically I, I put beer in cans, kegs, boxes. Six packs, twelve yeah, packs. Yeah, all that. Yourself. When we went Lots to, of beers into myself, sure. When, when we were at... Uh, oh, where was it? We did soap making at You Shades. did soap making. No, no, no. no. Yes. Yeah. No, when yeah. we went to the other brewery. Bohemian. Uh, Bohemian. There, that, that one brewer guy that drank from the... He was probably already drunk when we got there. The two-hour <laughs> interview, we had, he did not stop drinking the whole time. And I was thinking to myself, that is an awesome job, but that would be me. I'd get nothing done. And I I'd didn't like stop drinking Black out by the end of the day. <laughs> Do you have that I, problem? Uh, there's certain days when you know you can have a beer or two, but um, there's other days where it's just too much going on. You're working. You don't even think about having a beer, even though they're just flowing past you. It's... <laughs> yeah. But you're working. Like, it's, it's yeah. hard to... To 
get drunk and actually right, be like effective. I'm not out driving cars because I work at a dealership. Place. That's true. You could. That's true. I you could. get free dealer plates. Just throw that sucker on any of the cars in the lot yeah. and go. I could. <laughs> Need yeah. a truck? Go borrow one from the dealership. Yeah. Used one with a shitty bed. An Atlas, a nice Atlas. What? <laughs> what? What's an Atlas? Uh, it's our nice SUV. They're really nice. That, that's the one you borrowed when you were getting your Volkswagen Atlas. No, I don't. I've never. I don't know. She Volkswagen. had a car. No, she borrowed a, she's borrowed a truck a couple I times. borrowed a truck. Yeah, Something. it was a Ram. No, that was fancy. Oh, that was a fancy Ram. <laughs> that was. That was from the used car inventory. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. So you work for Shades of Pal, but but you're you're also, um, are you the president of the, the Fancy Boy Founder? Beer Club? Uh, I, I was one of the founders and president currently of the Salty Saint Social Club and Facial Oh, I sorry. A fancy Boy Beard Club was yeah. not the right term. <laughs> salty <Boy>. Saints. <laughs> <laughs> now we've, we've talked about Salty Saints a few times. Many you guys, times. <laughs> you guys uh, do um, the really big fancy beard competition. Up at, uh, yeah, up at Snowbird Oktoberfest, usually. Uh, yeah. Not this year. Is it Weird. the one that's been on TV? Uh, no, that's Whisker Wars. Oh, yeah, but, Whisker um, Wars. That is part of thing? the... Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's part of the beard community. Like, there's clubs in almost every city that you would go to, and... Um, yeah, they're just usually really fun groups of people that want to help raise money for charity. That redhead um, douchebag on the Whisker Wars. <laughs> Has he ever come to your events? No, you know... Uh, You're not missing out. Uh, Jack Passion. Yeah. He, he kind of fell off the face of the, the planet. Uh, nobody can seem he to locate sh- him. He probably shaved his beard. How do we not yeah. know about this when Hang you on. yourself have a beard? No, I know about it. I've thought oh. about entering the competition a couple times. Oh. Um, but Jack Passion... <laughs> By yeah. the way, that's that, another that's porn name. That's another porn name. Maybe that's it, not even that a real it, name. Well, we don't think it was. But yeah. I feel like that's a girl. He was I a very like mysterious a character. Porn name. Like no. Jackie. Uh-uh. No, girls do not have guys' names for strippers. Okay. And he's a, so like Jackie. We talked about this off air. It's either an emerald of some sort, a car, <laughs> or a small animal. Or not a an emerald. An yeah. emerald is a sapphire. You mean like a gem? Ruby. Yeah, yeah I those, almost, those are all stripper names. I almost named Cassidy because I was young when I had her. Crystalline Jade. Now that's a stripper. You would have had a. You would have had <laughs> a stripper. Been on the pole. Yeah. yeah. Aren't you glad I went with Cassidy? cinnamon? Cinnamon is definitely you know like any spice is mm-hmm. going to be you know cayenne. Yeah, then you can dance to to a typo negative. Well, and cayenne's double right because it's a type of Porsche and it's also a spice. <laughs> So like you're really <laughs> fucking your kid if you give him money. She's, she's high class though. Come on. <laughs> All right. So back to Greg. Where are you from, Greg? <laughs> uh, I grew up here in Salt Lake City, um, just just over by the University of Utah. My dad was a professor there. So, oh. Uh, we were close to there um, growing up. So up there in the avenues. Um, yeah. Uh, when I turned 16, I moved to Seattle, Washington, uh, to go to professional ballet school. Oh, that's I, cool. I've been doing the Ballet West Nutcracker here from seven till 16-ish. What's, what's the place in Seattle that you went? Uh, in Seattle, uh, Pacific Northwest Ballet. Is that the one that we saw? That when, when we were at Seattle last year, there was the big ballet. Oh, I don't remember. That was probably like, then. Probably yeah. just maybe two miles outside of downtown. Yep, yep. Like right by the Space Needle. Like you can yep, like walk. That, that oh, is their that studios. Is. Well, we and, kept and we, we walked the, back a couple times and I kept house. seeing all of these. Well, we walked ballet. We walked yep, everywhere yep, when we were in exactly Seattle. Where it was. We didn't like drive anywhere because we were mm-hmm. we liked where we. Like the place we that we right were downtown. was great, yeah. and when we would walk down this one street, if we went that way instead of this way, there was just like tons and tons of people coming in and out of there. I think yep. you're right. Yep, and that was sweet. Where it that was, was great. So it like, was fun. You you did it from like seven to sixteen. You said. Um. Well, that's when I moved to Seattle to go to professional ballet oh, okay. school, um, and then I <sighs> danced. Awesome. 
professionally That's from. Totally cool. So did your parents move with you or just ship your ass off? Uh, I, I kind of half ran away. <laughs> half. Um, they let me. <laughs> I ran away to ballet school. <laughs> yeah, right? You it can't complain about that because most kids are running away for very different reasons. Yeah, absolutely. To the circus. Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, that's, what cool you, that's what you can do with a proper ballet training is work in the circus. <laughs> um, so then I... Uh, <laughs> he moves along. I danced professionally um, in uh, Fort Worth, Texas for two years, and then in uh, Oklahoma City for two years. Okay, hold on, though. When you say dance professional, yeah. are you talking stripper? No, no. <laughs> uh, cla- classical ballet. Are you still talking we, about the, the ballet? The whole stripper thing was just a joke. We legit but. started with a joke about you being a stripper, and now you're telling me you're a professional <laughs> dancer. Like, yeah, I know, right? That. I mean, I know there's other ways to dance, but now there's like, no, that's what he does. He does definitely does private <laughs> I like dance. to be just a little bit misleading. <laughs> a little edgy. No. Uh, so but, with like the ballet company in each of those places? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Um, and then uh, the last five years of my dance career, I was in Cincinnati Ballet um, in nice. Ohio. So um, does it like pay a livable wage? Uh, just barely. Um, it, you know, um, and the contracts are 32 weeks a year and then you're laid off for the rest of the year and have to find some other Then it's working at thing. Starbucks. <laughs> Starbucks then, then or... Then you're a waiter or a waitress. I, yeah, actually I worked construction and, uh, built decks for, for a couple of years there too. So, um, kind of done a little bit of everything. Um, after that I taught ballet for, um, almost 10 years. Wow. Wow. Um, but then I started growing a beard and the lady that you owned can. the studio said, uh, you know, you're starting to look a little too strange for the, the moms and dads. And yeah, I, beards I said, are so strange. You look less yeah. like a fancy boy and more like a real man. Well, <laughs> you know, just those, those, those South Jordan moms, beard. The South Jordan moms are like, <laughs> Don't want I don't know, like girls. from from like watching like documentaries about like ice skating and dance and things like that. They have really like you have to look a certain way, or yes, it doesn't matter how good you are. Uh, you just can't be all of the above. Yeah. Um, in professional dance ballet specifically, it's like uh, you had to train for many, many, many years before you even were thought of as going to be professional so how disgusting are your feet oh uh, not so bad because <laughs> um, guys don't go on point yeah no they don't wear the point yeah. shoes so it wasn't uh like that my back and neck they're all effed up yeah my knees no good anymore <laughs> yeah i mean but, I, like dancers like what they do is amazing but any if you've ever met a ballet dancer she has the ugliest fucking feet you'll ever it's see true. in life. It's <laughs> very true. Just oh, destroyed. I watch My Feet Are Killing Me on TLC. <laughs> I know. Oh, I've seen a couple episodes. You didn't watch that one about the little kid twerkers, though? What was that one? Cheetahs? The kid twerkers? <laughs> no. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. So no. Netflix, so there was a, yes. there was a, like a docuseries about. Netflix did in like France or something. It actually premiered at Sundance. Well, oh. like, they decided to release it in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, because Netflix, one of the things they've been doing during the pandemic is releasing shows that are popular in other areas, like in the U.K. and in France, and releasing them in the U.S. because they can't make new stuff. And so they released this show. And <laughs> it's basically a twerking competition for young girls. Creepy. Like 12-year-olds. Yeah, I missed that one. <laughs> I want to know how you were drawn to ballet. Was that yeah. something in your family? Um, or? So my, my dad was on sabbatical in Belgium uh, at the time. Uh, and so my sister, my older sister, she's four years older than I, 
Uh, she was taking ballet at the time, and my parents decided to just drop me off, too. And, uh... Yay! Day- time without the kids. Exactly. Um, and uh, I found it interesting and kind of fun, and, you know, kept with it, and kept training, and then uh, somehow along the way I had aspirations to be a professional dancer. Uh, it just kind of happened. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a a really weird, fun, fascinating time. That's a long ride. Did you have a favorite show that you did over the years? Oh, geez. Uh, Romeo and Juliet was one of my favorites. Um, I was Ben Volio, so that was, that was fun. I got to live, you know. (laughs) (laughs) One of the few. Yep. (laughs) Um, so... I want to take a step back because we ask every guest, well, I ask every guest this. I don't know if the rest of the podcast agrees with this question. Well, I'm pretty sure Jeremy does because you can both, you both like have a race to figure the, to do the answer. What month were you born in? November. (gasps) February. Oh, so you're a Valentine's baby. Okay. What what day in November? The twenty fourth. Like he didn't oh, even I have to think about it. No, he, he knew knows. exactly he's, where he's you're going. He's thought long and hard about his parents having sex before. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> my wife and I had been telling our kids that you know, oh, your birthday is this time because of our birthdays. <laughs> coincidentally, <laughs> so your kids were born in June. <laughs> exactly. I have, a, I have a June baby. Oh, man, that's good stuff. That might be the best answer that we've really gotten a, to, really to April, asking that April, ever. April 29th, but it was almost June. Yeah. Nice. That's like a month away, though. That's yeah. like, it was pretty close. Yeah. That's good. That was a good answer. Yeah. Pretty close. That's great. That's great. That makes me happy that yeah. you were just like without a... Yep. That's totally... Most people are confused. Okay, like, so... Well, that's because of the mean? way you guys do it, because they'll say... <laughs> November, and then you guys say February, and they're like, no, I just said November. Like, it doesn't click with yeah, them. You yeah. guys don't say, oh, you were conceived in blah. You just <laughs> yell out the month really fast, and people are yeah. like, no, that's not even close to what I said. So so you, you do all this dancing, and you wind up back in Salt Lake City. Yes. Like, you've, you've really traveled the country. What brought you point? back here? Uh, uh, having our kids. Uh, my wife and I really wanted to have grandparents and aunts and uncles. Um, so where along around. this trip did you find your wife? And ha- in Seattle at 8. Yeah. yeah I w- <laughs> no. Um, I was 21. I was dancing with Ballet Oklahoma, and I came back to Salt Lake City to visit family, my mom and dad. Um, and, uh, actually I had a dancing gig in Montana before that, but then they came and picked me up in Montana. You're and brought sure me you're not a stripper. I know, right? <laughs> a dancing gig up in Montana, you know, for the loggers. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. That's where I got my inspiration for a beard. For the beard? You oh, know. Man, this is great. Uh, <laughs> what did the friends call you? Some, uh, uh, the lumber sexual. Lumber sexual. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, then uh, I came back to Salt Lake to hang out with my parents' house, and um, my best friend from down the street said, "Hey, do you want to go to a movie tonight?" I said, "Yeah, man, that'd be fun." Uh, it ended up that they were on a double date, and I was like the fifth wheel. <laughs> so it was super awkward. Hey, man, you want to come be a it, fifth wheel? <laughs> until I, you know, realized I was talking to the other girl more than my friend's friend was, you know. Anyway, so I ended up kind of stealing the girl away that day, and uh, we've been together now for 20 years, nice. married That's for awesome. 18 or 
something. That's awesome. Nice. Long That's time. Awesome. So, did she like go to Montana to check out your stripping gig and then like pretty travel much? With you? No. Like, uh, well, so uh, yeah, I was here just visiting, and um, I decided to stay for a couple more weeks, and then I said, "Hey, you know, my contract is starting back up in Oklahoma. Do you want to come with me?" And she said, "Sure." Why not? Wow. She was just a waitress at the time. She's uh, got some in between just, school. You know what and, though? That's she's got some balls, right? She's yep. known a dude for like a few weeks, and he's like, "You want to move to Oklahoma with me? <laughs> where I'm gonna dance." And she's like, "Fuck yeah, screw this place, let's yep. go." Yeah, it was that's, cool. It was pretty cool of her. Um, either you're really <laughs> fucking unbelievably amazing, <laughs> or she's got some serious huevos, or some combination. Because why not both? That's huge. That's I mean, that's a big deal. You convinced to like, her Oklahoma City. Yeah, okay, Come on. yeah, to go to Oklahoma City. Was I'm pretty sure he didn't use that terrible. The worst. Line. Part. <laughs> um, but. Maybe yep. maybe that's why you've never convinced anybody to move to Oklahoma with you, Jeremy. It's just okay. So it's when, just okay. So as as you're traveling around dancing and she's kind of coming around with you, um, you know, is she working on her own thing? Does she become a dancer? Does she? Uh, she she had danced in early in college and through high school and stuff. Um, but then she uh, became interested in becoming an accountant. I know, strange. I don't know. She likes math. Um, yeah. Uh, so she, yeah, she was going, went to University of Cincinnati and nice. got her degree and then came back here to Utah. That was also why we wanted to come back is so she could go to the U and get her master's. Oh, that's that. awesome. That's awesome. So, so you've come back to the, how, so how long have you been back in Utah now? Um, from? 2005. Okay, so you've been here for a yeah, long time. 15, 14, years, 15 again. years again. Yeah. yeah. Somehow. Yeah. yeah. So did you start having kids on the road and realize that was hard and come back or you no. waited till you got Yeah, here? we waited till we got back here. It was So like, your I kids can't. are still little. Um no, eight and twelve. Yeah, so, so little. That's little. Yeah, so, okay. Fair have, our kids are old. College. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mine are still little, yes. Mine's I have a graduated <laughs> one and one that's halfway through and he has one that's almost two graduates, yeah. one graduates next year, and then I do have a junior high kid, but Right on. Yeah. Well, that's a high school grad I was talking about College, college gra- oh. I have a college graduate cool. and one that's a, she's a sophomore this year and he has a, a sophomore too, right? Yeah. A sophomore and a. He doesn't know. I don't Almost. know. Well, Julia should be graduating. And, and yeah. Yeah. They're in college. So, wow. so that's why when, when I yes, say that. Yes, mine are little then, for little. sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so we had them and I was teaching dance for a while and like I said, my beard got too long and they thought I was weird, which is fine. Um, so there's nothing wrong with the. What were you teaching? Like up at the U, or uh, actually at a small studio up in Layton for oh. the last five years of it, but and then around Salt Lake for a while before that. But, um, and what did I do then? I not much. Mm-hmm. I, I pretty much hung out for a few was that, years. Was that? I mean, that's got to be tough, right? You've been dancing for God since you were seven. Yeah, and you just hit this point where you're like, okay, well, I can't do that anymore. Yeah, it was strange, and I. Uh, I mean, my body was definitely through with it. And like any pro athlete, which yeah. is what you were as a dancer. Um, but so then I I really just took a couple of years off and did nothing. Um, just was a leech on society. <laughs> no, Where'd not, your not wife really. more specifically? Yeah, specifically my wife, the, the new breadwinner. Yeah, turn, turn about sure, fair play, but, right? You you were there helping get her through I was just going to say, but if you have so. little kids, though, like, that's a good time to... Yeah, it was, to... that was mostly just a stay-at-home dad. Yeah, which um, is great. And then we started homeschooling, so that was easy. Um, yeah, we didn't like the school that was in our neighborhood, and we didn't want to drive 
real far to go anywhere else. So we thought homeschool would be easiest and it was actually really fun. I and loved, now with the pandemic, you guys are like, ah! Yeah, I mean, we were like, oh, well, my kids were really bummed because they didn't get any, like, big break, you know, while like, all the other kids were just out changed. of school. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, we still have to go to school in July. Yeah, the system was already in place and they, they were like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Well, but now everyone else is going to be as socially awkward. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Exactly. My kids won't be weird it's, anymore. It's, it's a, a good thing. That's a tough thing for kids, like uh, like babies especially. They're saying, like, because babies pick up so much expression from your face and they don't see it now. Yeah, that would be. Because masks. Yeah, like, you just, everything's <laughs> out of the eyes, but there's no yeah. other facial expression for them to pick up on. Yeah. So it becomes tough for kids to well and i think it's just a weird time too because like we have some friends that have like a little kid and they're just they're always home yeah and they're not going out and so they're not needing sitters and stuff like i know when i had my kids one of the things um that i thought was really important was like being a little bit away like i worked the whole time i was a full-time i worked full-time outside the home and um after I had my second one, my mom watched him. So it wasn't like some, just some stranger. I knew the people that watched him, but still yeah. like they went outside and they had kind of a different exposure and then came back to the home and kids aren't getting that. No. Yeah. Not and anymore. It, I, I wonder how that's going to affect them, you know, along the same lines as what Chris is saying with other kids. And then like I said, I've never been more grateful that my kids were old during this, that I yep. didn't have to, Try and figure out what's best. Send them in, keep them home. Like, well, yeah, and that was how we feel about all our extracurricular activities because they're in taekwondo and archery and stuff. And we we took a little break from it, but then uh, they were taking precautions. So we thought, yeah, you know what, it it should be fine. You know, people are wearing masks and washing their hands. You have to figure out how to live with the pandemic. You can't just completely shut all life off for two years. It's not going to work. So you have to come up with. Ways like wearing masks that, um, you know, that's just a compromise that you make to be able to go do stuff is yep. when you interact with the public, you protect yourself and you protect others. It's fair enough, I think. I mean, you know, it's uh, not yeah. the hardest thing I've had to do in my life, so. No. <laughs> well, I mean, there are worse things that you have to do, like, every day. I gotta wear a shirt to do. when I go to a store. <laughs> nobody wants to wear that. No. Uh, nobody I, I wants fucking, pants. I gotta wear shoes. <laughs> See, I liken it more to shoes, because, like, I'm not going out without my clothes on, but I, I, you know, it would be nice to just, like, Run around without my I'd shoes roll on. barefoot if it was socially acceptable. I'd just toughen those bad boys up yep. and go barefoot everywhere. I am weirdly <laughs> so opposite that everywhere I go, I wear shoes. But I do believe it's from my dance career that oh, I was sure, always yeah. super afraid of hurting my feet or stepping yeah. in glass. Um, and, and so I'd always wear my sneakers and my wife is like, why are you wearing those clunky shoes? She's when, like, it's 120 degrees right. out and you're on a beach. Why are you wearing, Why are you wearing tops? shoes? Yeah, but I do. And but I have, I have really messed up my toes from like doing random things and like ripping off my toenails. So I, and then she stubs her toe and I'm like, huh. <laughs> That's why I'm wearing shoes. You, you know see what? that? Doesn't get a stub toe, steel toed boots like That's I got right. on. <laughs> <laughs> so you're doing the, the Mr. Dad thing. Yeah, yeah. Then what? Um, it's Mr. Mommy, dork. Yeah, Mr. Mom. Mr. Mom. Dad thing. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I, I honestly, I got really bored. I was feeling shut in. Um, I, I started, like I said, growing this beard. My friend was like, Hey, you know what you should do is enter a beard competition. 
And I was like, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> you know, a beard competition. That just seems silly. That seems ridiculous. Um, but I went to it. It was at Bourbon House, downtown Salt Lake City. Um, you know, a couple drinks in and I was starting to have fun and, and meeting a few people and, uh, making friends. And it, I was like, wow, this is really fun. Um, coincidentally, then Piper Down had one a little while later. And I was hooked. I thought this is great. People had come out from Sacramento. Um, one of my good friends now still that I met that night. Um, another guy had come up from New Mexico with his friends. And like, I all of a sudden was like, wow, you guys throw these competitions in your city too? That, that sounds like fun getting out of town. Wow. Um, and so the, the original, um, founders of the Salty Saints, uh, met me at one of those competitions and was like, Hey, you know, you, you should come to, uh, Arizona with us. We're, you know, just going to hop in the car, drive for 12 hours and <laughs> get to, to Phoenix and do a beard competition the next day. And I said, all right, that's cool. You guys are complete strangers. This seems like it could be a lot of fun, I guess. <laughs> so you pulled what your wife uh, did and just hopped in a car with some people you didn't really yep, know and yep, took off. And took off. <laughs> Uh, it's a family thing, I guess. Our, our That's family right. tradition You're adventurous now. and independent. That's great. Uh, so ended up down in Phoenix for the weekend, and uh, it was a great time. Um, again, meeting all these really fun, cool people, like-minded individuals, I could say. Um, and I was just like, this is great. You know, this is changing my life. I felt really bored and really closed in for a while, and... Um, it, so it, it fulfilled the part of my life that the dance career had been fulfilling where, yeah, like going out on a tour kind of thing, like traveling to new cities and meeting new people, um, going on a stage with a, because I do freestyle, it's like the extra showman kind of style thing. You know, I do stars and, and that kind of thing in my beard. So, um, it fulfilled like that theatrical aspect of my life that I was missing out on. And uh, then afterwards, the the partying, like you know, then you just drink was, your ass off. Yeah, party all night and get in trouble with the hotel, like you know. <laughs> so where was where Salty Saints ba- based originally? You said you met the original here in people. Salt Lake City. Oh, okay. um, yeah, they uh, it was this guy Nick and his wife Doris, um, and an, another couple, Todd and Julie, really rad people. Um, couple years in they just decided um other stuff was more important in life and they had other things to do which is i mean lots of members have come and gone throughout the years we've been doing this since i guess 2013 now um you know uh so i mean we're not really we're a social club so you know define that what is that i was just reading that basically what that means is we try to hold little events of course this is (laughs) (laughs) pre-covid um little events whether it's even at our house or at a bar or at a restaurant or going to a park for the day or going on some other sort of activity like in halloween we'd go to the pumpkin farm and uh, you know we tried to do family friendly stuff but of course going on pub crawls and stuff too Try to do a little something for everybody. Um, just, so 
And it would be a thing where, like, anybody is welcome. Bring your friends. They don't have to have beards and mustaches. That's just, we'll just kind ridicule of... ridicule them if they don't. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's just like a weird, like, um, commonality that, you know, humans grow hair. Um, you know, men, women, some children. <laughs> you know, a lot of people grow facial hair and other, uh, you know. It's funny, though. Thing. It's like you are automatically in a club. Because, like, when I'm out with Chris, like, people will just... Nice beard, man. Yeah, you know it's it's a weird thing that it's we... like when he's wearing his Cowboys jersey. Yeah, go Cowboys! Right, it's 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 the... like you're automatically like <laughs> the cool the bestie. cool commonality of of mankind, if you will. I I don't know, but um, so yeah, and the fact is, is we try to raise money for charity because that that seems like something that more people should be doing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if were they, they originally a nonprofit? Um, not when we joined originally, but that was one of the first things that we really wanted to have happen. And we, I would want to say that it was 2014 that we became a nonprofit. Nice. Uh, I think I'm pretty sure of that. Um, late 2014, but um, yeah, we just thought, you know do our fundraisers licenses and all that stuff through the state and just be on up and up and legit as possible so that anybody that does have a question of what we're trying to do, you know, we have some well, it helps raising too. money for beard Clout. wax. Yeah. Well, and it helps too. Like when a, when a, a bar or something like that wants to do a beard competition, how do we, how do we do it? We, go, oh, we got these people locally. Let's call them and ask them how to do it. And you can say, yeah, we'll come help you do it for yep. a cost for charity. And and we've done a few of those, just, just little things around town, little bar comps and stuff. Um, they're a good time. Uh, but, I mean, so this year, it was a real bummer because we were supposed to be hosting the Great American Beard and Mustache Championship. Oh, that's awesome. So it was like... We were going to have people from all so over it wasn't Canada just, uh, and Germany and England. A, and Not just a local beard competition at Oktoberfest this it's year. A, yeah, it was supposed to be kind of a, a national level oh, that's awesome. thing. But uh, it's been rescheduled to uh, 2022. Um, Worlds. Yeah, yeah. Nice. That's good. Worlds this year was supposed to be in New Zealand. It was just yeah. supposed to be like... Um, They're not letting anyone in. You know, yeah. No. Can you blame them? <laughs> like... Uh, half a month ago was when it was scheduled, and now they've pushed that two years forward also, which is good, you know. Uh, it's more growing time, right? I, well, I mean, I'm at terminal length, so yeah, it's, me too. It, well, it's all tucked and rolled from work because I work on a, a You need a tuck line, and roll, Chris. No, mine's <laughs> fine. How, how far down does yours actually go? Uh, about down to my belly button when it's all... <gasps> Holy like, shit, like I... Like all this, is ter- this is like terminal length for me. It doesn't really get yeah, much Yeah, once it's there... It starts to, in fact, it needs it, to be trimmed. Look at so that. that is, oh, nice. That is all braided really tight and smashed. Yeah, because cause you had work. And yeah. Getting that shit around bottling equipment's probably. I, yeah, I don't want to be pulled into the safe. line. <laughs> it, it, there's a lot of stuff that I don't want to. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, one of the cool things that I didn't realize when I first uh, started looking at beard competitions, I've never done one because um, I'm a bitch. Yeah. Um, but when good. I first looked at them, I'm like, well, I just, I can't compete. I don't have the beard to do it like my beard's not long enough i'm not zz top style but you don't need that no no there's uh we have a category for everybody uh it, like like i joke men women and children but uh we really do um the men's categories are every from everything from just a mustache to different styles of mustache 
to goatee, to whaler, which is a beard without a mustache, to a business beard, which is nice and short, you know, to, uh, we do different categories, three to six, six to, uh, you know, 12, 12 and over and so on and so on. So where do you measure length from when you're doing um, three to six? Right at where your skin of your bottom lip begins. Okay, so right here. Yep, right there, down. Down. And then, um, uh, yeah, we have categories for ladies, which are the creative category and then the naturalistic category. Um, women can make a beard out of anything in the fantasy category, whether it's, you know, microphones and computers and wires and stuff. Like muffs or... Absolutely, you could. Um, or the naturalistic category for ladies is tr- they're trying to make a beard that looks as real as any anybody's, you know, man's beard growing kind of thing. Um <laughs> There are a few actual bearded ladies that I've met around. They're super rad people. Um, there's women that haven't have a beard, which, <laughs> you know, it's pretty cool that they're comfortable enough in life with themselves, so that their their body and to how it is. To just say, hair, yeah. I'm not going to shave. You know, I dressed as him one year for Halloween and and wore a fake beard all day. <laughs> I had five fucking people at work dressed. Yeah, but that was that was a few years before I did it. Yeah, (laughs) she she contributed. She gave them. Yeah, I actually gave them. They all some of his actual fake beards. Yeah, like that's awesome. Yeah, it was great. (laughs) It's really easy to dress like Chris because you just put on a beard and everybody's like, "Oh, you're Chris. Oh, you're Chris." I guess I don't know. I work with a lot of bearded individuals (laughs) too, so but none have as glorious of a beard as me. It's true. Perfect. It's not that great. My beard sucks. That's, that's pretty good. I got this problem over here. He has a the, weird... It, it likes to grow extra on this side, and oh, so like, yeah. it'll come out, and like, when it's time to trim, it's like way over here, and the side's <laughs> nice and tight. When I'm trimming it, it's like, like a bunch will come off this side and just a little off this side. And... Yeah. Do you sleep on that side or the other side? I sleep on both of them. Oh, this you mostly sleep no, on that No real side. theory to yeah, prove there. Just you odd, really do mostly sleep on hair the right growth. side. The best thing I ever did was shaving my head, which made the beard look even more impressive. True, true. When I get my hair cut, I'm like, whoa, my beard looks great today. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, I have some questions for you about beards because yeah. I have a, a natural interest in beards. So, yeah, how do you get the dent out of your beard after you wear a mask all day? Yeah, the mask uh, line. Yeah, right. Um, like it's straightener. See, see right here. For me, I no, because the both yeah, of them have naturally know, curly like, beards. Yeah. Like that. Uh, I I have to get in the shower. Yep, that's yeah, the only that's thing. The only that thing and and then re blow dry and comb it back out. Oh, like, see, that's otherwise, too much it it me. is. It's way too much. And then I'd rather just have the beard dent. Have you seen I, those it's, heated beard combs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never tried one though. I've, I've seen them on Pinterest and stuff. I feel like they need to be illegal. That freaks me out a little. Let me tell you. Yeah. Don't so, don't in the shower. You, you know you know <laughs> you know Chris Hoffman. Oh yes. So this is years ago, but he he was uh he had a goatee, like a long goatee, yeah. like uh, like this this long, like mm-hmm. no, and, it was longer than and, that. And he he straightened it every day. It took a lot, like mm-hmm. half an hour. And he was telling me his routine one time, and I told him, I said, Chris, if you have to spend that much time on your beard, you should shave it off because you're acting like a woman. <laughs> <laughs> he shaved it off. Well, I don't think that was the the defining point for him to shave it off, but I like it was to, just kind of funny. I like to think that that had a had a little bit of hand <laughs> in it, but for me, a beard is like it's just about being simple and honestly kind of lazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree. I I use oil now, like 
religiously. Yeah, he never used because it helps a lot with the skin underneath. It does. And it I does. Use a, I use a beard butter as it's gotten mm-hmm. longer. You have to. Or yeah, your tangles get. Out well, of and his beard is so soft. Mm-hmm. Like people will touch him, be like, "Really? That's your beard is mm-hmm. soft." Well, they expect it to be this coarse, wiry thing. Mine's mine's not too coarse, but it's a little coarse. No, they, they just kind of, especially curly soft. ones. I think yeah. look like they would be coarse, yeah. and they're just they're, they're not. Just I mean, they don't feel like hair. No, but it's they're slightly not. different kind yeah. of hair. Weirdly, so so hair. you started growing your beard. A long time ago, right? Um, it's almost been nine years, I think, now I since I, I shaved last. Yeah, so Bree yeah. <laughs> literally has never known me without a beard. I've We've never been together had ten years. Yeah, and so the story goes like this: I'd always wanted to grow facial hair, but my ex uh, was vehemently opposed to facial hair. Yeah, as soon as things were starting to be on the rocks, I stopped shaving. <laughs> and I started growing that beard, and I've never shaved. I've shaved. I've shaved clean once since then, and that was because I was, I uh, went to, uh, to Halloween as Carl from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Yeah. So I dyed my mustache black, shaved off the beard, and just had the mustache. I got the hair on my shoulders and everything. It was great. That's pretty cool. Uh, and then I could not handle the black mustache, so shaved it off, let it all grow back natural. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> that was the only time I've ever shaved the beard. Yeah. Um, your, your wife is involved with the yeah. organization too. She is, uh, yeah, she's our treasurer, uh, for the club. Not that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. It's a <laughs> treasurer. Um, so, but she got involved right when I did. She, she participated in the second beard competition I was in. Um, and she, she took first place in, in the ladies category that night. It was pretty fun. She's like, if you're going to go to Arizona with random people that you just met, yep. I need to know what's going on. She's, yeah, she, I mean, well, and that's the thing is I did start going out of town quite often, which towards the end here before COVID hit, um, was going to out of town once a month, uh, just somewhere, um, which was great. I mean, getting out of town is a lot of fun and. Uh, but so, also you see beards she, around she the country. Yeah. That's awesome. But yeah, I mean the, the <laughs> amount of people I've met, it's it's kind of ridiculous in in the respect that it's. I never thought I could have so many friends that I I wanted to know what was going on in their lives and you know be stay connected to in. That's really cool on, though. On more than just a, a Facebook level. Where's the Where's the farthest place that you've been able to travel doing this? Uh, Antwerp. Uh, Belgium okay. for worlds. Wow. Um, <laughs> that had been awesome. It, it was great. Um, I was lucky enough to take fourth place uh, in the freestyle beards. What category. do you get for that? Do you like a trophy or like a nice wood comb? Or? Good job. Uh, I literally got nothing, but uh, I, I won a trip to Belt. No, I didn't he, win it. I got to go to Belgium, which was really great. He uh, got the fourth yeah. best beard in mm-hmm. the I get to brag. Yeah. And then since World has been pushed back another two years, I get to carry the title for four years. Which That's yeah. pretty I just want you to awesome. know, there are over seven and a half billion people in this world. He's number beards. four. <laughs> in in um, that category. <laughs> well, I now, will... You don't have to keep adding, like, <laughs> definers. <laughs> Yeah, fourth. you're just it. Fourth, fourth place Fair in the world. All right. So, he didn't medal, but that's pretty damn close. That's good enough for me. <laughs> when you start, when you, when you start, when you decided to start doing competitions, how did you choose, like, were you just playing with your beard, like twisting it one day and you're like, oh, I can make shapes out of this. Like, how yeah. did that evolve for you? Um, I, I started with just like, my wife's curlers and, you know, circles were like kind of the, the shape that mm-hmm. people were trying to do. 
Um, uh, so one day I was in a uh, cooking shop and I found myself in front of the wall of cookie cutters and I was like, Oh, holy shit. I wonder if Orson Gigi has your name all over it. Yeah. I've been there. (laughs) Uh, Yes. I've been there looking for different kinds of cookie cutters. Um, they have a good cookie cutter. I actually bought my cheerleader cookie cutters. I bought, I bought the letters to spell cheer in my beard. And then I, I had found a cheerleader's outfit at the DI. As you do. And, uh, <laughs> so I sure wore it to a competition. It was, it was ridiculously awesome. And because of my ballet training, I did toe touches on stage and, and they were super and impressed. Blew some people's minds. Yeah. That day. It was ridiculous. That's awesome. When you're <laughs> building with the cookie cutters, are you just using that for the shape or are you using that to like, hold, like hold it to uh, like, what's the rules? Yeah. So I hairspray it around it, let it dry. And then I take the cookie cutter out. We uh, could do that with my hair. You could. That'd be awesome. You could. It's, it's actually, <laughs> I mean, it's once you figure out the technique to it, which is proprietary. No, yes, don't, don't tell your secrets. <laughs> um, we need you to be like I mean, one, but not yeah, just four. Once you figure it out, it's actually pretty easy. Um, you, you could so, use well, any. Well, sure, because then you cutter. keep. Then you're like, oh, like what? What else can I? So your, what shape can I get? Your primary medium then that you're using is hairspray. Then yeah, yeah. like Aquanet. No, or it's like, his beard. Uh, it's his medium. <laughs> Gotta be, well, no. gotta be glue, hairspray. It's the yellow gotta can. Be the bomb. Yeah. Well, so, cause I, I, I ask because I know, like, um, you know, a lot of punk rock kids and stuff that have mm-hmm. the Mohawks mm-hmm. with the big spot. Yep. Elmer's glue. Yep. That was the go-to. That, that, that is very um, much the go-to for that stuff. But no, this, this hairspray is amazing and it washes out really easily and. Does it mess up your beard for a few days? Though? Yes, it dries the hell out of your oh, yeah. your beard hairs, um, and it, does, it irritates my skin a little bit. To be honest, or, you know, if we're gonna be nitpicky, no, yeah, it's it's great stuff though. It really it holds. So all, beard competitions are like a one a sh- day, sh- yeah. one day deal. Yeah. Where did what is the history of them? Like, where did they start? And I assume that there are rules that have kind of been passed through the years. Um, the, or does each place kind of create their own? Supposedly, it was in Germany, um, but you know, all the cool stuff started there. I, I, I don't think actual beard competitions in an organized fashion are that old of a tradition. Um, maybe a hundred years topside, um, you know. So is this now just like a super hipster fad, though? In, in you know, for a little while it was rising that way. I would say back in like 2015, it was like kind of the height of the the hipster beard fad. Um, we had a couple of cool little hipster kids come through and hang out with us. For <laughs> They're like pegged pants but, and the, yep, like yep. the shaved side and man bun. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I, I honestly think that fad went, came and went for them and, um, they realized there was effort to keep a nice, well, well yeah, you beard. say lazy and there, I mean, there's a degree of it because you're not shaving, but you really do like there's, there's maintenance. Yeah. If That's, I didn't yeah. have this beard, my morning routine would be considerably faster. I mm-hmm. wouldn't have to put oil. In well, my... except for you'd have to shave. I, I don't know about faster, but sure. it would just be, yeah. I mean, Different. that's true. I don't know that you really. There's always some kind of maintenance to yeah, to, yeah. to everything. You yeah. Have. The time saved in shaving is now combing and brushing and oiling. Yeah. And yeah. Washing a little longer in the shower and stuff like that. I don't wash but, it that often though. I, I once every two yeah, weeks. Yeah. 
That's I mean, you like there's water rinsing happening, yeah, but there's yeah, not. I'm not scrubbing but with I'm not, soaps. And, I'm not putting shit in it. I'm, yeah. Natural oils is about all it goes mm-hmm. into it ever. So. Yeah. yeah. Every couple weeks, I'll it. shampoo, and, and I have to condition it. Shampoo just strips everything. Yeah, it out. really it can pull everything or out. Or I use a, dry. I use soap. Uh, yeah. A good Me soap, too. Weird mm-hmm. soap. You good use beard, soap on so. your beard? Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what, what kind of advice do you have for someone that uh, wants to start growing a beard and, and participate in competitions? Um, you know, if you have a style in mind, you know, whether it's a, a big mustache or something like that, um, I honestly believe the best way is to just start with the full beard, let everything grow, and... If you've got some time, six months, if you've got a lot of time, give it a year. Just let it, let what naturally is going to grow, grow out. So now's the perfect time because nobody's yep. having competitions for a while. So start letting your beard grow. Yeah, absolutely. I see mean, see what happens. Just see what happens. You might go, Oh wow, the full beard is my thing. Or you might be like, Oh wow, I'll just go down to like, a cool oh, gee, my, I have giant big mustache. blank spots right here. Maybe yeah. I should do something to Yeah, exactly. Oh, to okay. try a different... Reverse Hitler is all I can do. You got, yeah, you got the reverse Hitler. That's a good thing. Reverse Hitler. <laughs> Could just be a normal Hitler. Are there... <laughs> no! <laughs> are there trends in the competitions? You know... Like, do you see things, like, cycle through? Um, a lot of people were going for the longest beard they could go for for a while. Um, and now people are doing different things like just having crazy long sideburns, doing the chops, which is, is like, um, it'd be considered an imperial, which is basically the chin is shaved, like, uh, the Kaiser. Yeah. 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 I, it's, it's always interesting. Like when I was growing a beard, there are periods when you grow your beard where you're like, this is the ugliest fucking thing on my mm-hmm. face ever. Mm-hmm. It's uncomfortable. It itches, especially as it's really starting to fill out and the hairs are all really Well, for a while he shaved quite a bit up underneath and, yeah. I, and he yeah. was not happy. And I was like, you need to let it's that grow. And thin. he, yeah. oh, he complained it for weeks. Tough. And yeah. I'm like, just, just keep, keep going. And now it's fine. And it looks better because it's not yeah, hollow it's all, underneath. Yeah, yeah, all grown in as natural as yeah. possible, I think. I mean, that's where I've gone with it. I just don't want to shave anything. I just think the, the full natural beard is easiest, most comfortable. Uh, it's just part of my face now. And Do you it, get asked all the time when you're going to shave it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Almost everybody new I meet asks... You have to stop them before they even get up to be like, no, it's not happening. (laughs) So do you ever think about shaving? No, I really don't. I I mean... (laughs) I have nightmares that I shaved, and I'm like, "Oh, what did I Your do?" Face you like so wake funny, up and like because <laughs> oh. this part's been exposed for so long. Yeah. And this has. I, I would have like a tan line for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it would be weird. So there, there are there are some days where I'm like, "I wonder what happens if I just shave this off?" Because it'll grow back. I'm it not will. worried about that. Oh yeah. But I'm like, I "Wonder what happens if I just shave it all off?" I think I might cry. It would be really weird. Well, like when yeah. Mark did that with Henry. So my, our friend Mark, um, the, they had the one that she was talking about that haven't been outside since they had their baby. So their baby's a Christmas baby. He's, oh, yeah. Literally in, almost, born on Christmas. Yeah. Almost two years old <laughs> at this point. Um, but Mark, uh, is a full bearded man with long, man bun type hair yeah and he was looking caveman style like all of henry's life and henry this was like what just this summer at the beginning of the summer four months ago maybe yeah like in june maybe uh mark shaves cuts his hair 
like all nice and trim, completely shaves his face so he's bare faced. And Henry freaked out when he yeah, saw him. Yeah, he first like time. <laughs> he ran. He was not happy. They had to convince him, and he's like, it's already. I mean, it's already, it's already back. back. It's, it's yeah. yeah. I mean, it's already more than what Jeremy's got, and you know. Yeah. But I guess I he does it business. I've asked my kids if they would mind if I shaved, and they were like, "Don't do it! Don't do it!" You <laughs> know. Yeah. So, I think she'd leave me because she's I never seen me beard. with that. Yeah. 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 I mean, if he wanted to ever trim it up for a while, he had. Like maybe an eh, like to right here. I did yeah. the dumbest ass thing for a long time where I had like the thin chin strap. Oh, the chin oh, I strap. Did it, I did yeah. it oh, it was then. so bad. <laughs> but he had just And no like one a... told me how bad it looked. I thought it no, was great. We all thought that looked good. I had that for a moment too. Okay, yeah. so it was just... the real, real chiseled shaved. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to judge anybody, but I really do. Like this is yeah. this, this style. The, yeah. the style that you both have, like either just long or what, but just the really natural. He he shaves a little bit yeah, on his cheeks just because it, it really starts to look pretty. You get the, uh, spread, the spider legs, yeah, as it, I call it, them. It's yeah. kind of weird. And, 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 and it yeah. takes like two seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it doesn't yeah. grow as long as the rest and his beard is curly. Yeah. And, yeah. So. And, and the mustache. I can't do the long mustache. Yeah, into so. his mouth. I, yeah. I trim down right here. I mean, I, Especially for, in the one point, <laughs> At one point, <laughs> I had the long oh, it mustache that you could just like curl. But yeah, no ice cream no soup like. nope yep. you eat you eat some like clam chowder and your, your mustache smells <laughs> Dude, all day he's like had that. corn candy in like, his beard uh, before like it's just stuff falls in there anything, and you're like anything hey, that's babe. crumbly it's in there later you just put it out <laughs> a little snack that's true he yeah. knows. He knows. He's got and as little... long as you're keeping your beard clean, give me like totally. a Mary Poppins bag for your beard, and like that could be your competition. You can just like start pulling <laughs> things out, an umbrella, and yeah. I find sunflower things. seed shells in my beard. I'm like, oh, yeah, I oh. swear to God, I spit Where that out. Where did that come from? <laughs> oh, well. that's what you it's... do when you win first place. That's when you whip out your razor and you <laughs> in front of everyone, and they'll oh, be like, that would be so. But you have up. to win first. What? Uh, <laughs> Have to win worlds first, for sure. It would take yeah. so much at this point for either of you to really shave. Like, so you, there'd you be a bunch of scissor work first. Oh, for sure. You put in, like, this this awesome, like, freestyle, amazing award winning. <laughs> like, it's like a dog catching a frisbee in midair, and the dude that threw it over here. That's a good idea. That would be way. great. Yeah. And, and, like, it's perfect, and, and it's you win. Lit. You win first place. Yeah, you put a light behind it. It's a backlight. <laughs> <laughs> like, some fucking LEDs, like the frisbees that got a different color. <laughs> that'd, so be, it's like, that'd be pretty rad. And the dude's also got a yo-yo that he's doing with the other hand. I don't know. But so you win, and then yeah, you just you just take a razor and you just just straight across your chin and just forever. It would be scissors. Preserve it. Just pour some in a shadow box on your wall. No, because it would lose its shape in the shadow box over time. You've got to. Feel- uh, no. Do you know anything about Victorian hair art? Got- I can teach you all about it. You got to cement that stuff in some like it's a, legit in, in some like. Epoxy. Resin or something. Resin. Make a, ta- like a coffee table. Beeswax. Yeah, I had a friend that once a year he would he would very carefully straight razor off his mustache and mount it in a little window box. And <laughs> Victorian and hair art the, is rad. Put the year date on it and nice. just hung it on his wall. And then people that, that like came over to his weird. house were like, that's a motherfucking serial killer. Yeah, right like, <laughs> like that dude has trophies. It's just think, like, you have, after a couple of years, you've just got like five, six mustaches hanging on the wall. That kind of is weird yeah, all of a sudden. You look like it's, a damn serial killer. Yeah. yeah. Like, legit. Where's you your like, ear collection, bud? Yeah, like, <laughs> hey, those are trophies from the people you killed. <laughs> 
<laughs> nobody keeps ears. Oh, Why are you kidding me? It's so, toes. Oh yeah. Well, so you know, what, each to their own. What kinds of what kinds of stuff? Because because COVID has basically put a kibosh on all beard competitions. Because you really shouldn't be doing that sort of thing no. during a pandemic. Um, what what kinds of stuff are are you guys doing now? Are you doing like virtual competitions or? Uh, yeah, like yeah. A lot of the a lot of the community, a lot of the clubs, I should say, are putting on and hosting online uh, competitions. Um, a couple have been like a Zoom thing. A couple have been a Facebook Live kind of situation. Um, I I feel bad, but I honestly haven't participated in an <laughs> online competition yet. Um, but like again, for me, like the, the whole aspect is being social, social getting on a stage for a minute. I know it sounds narcissistic and stuff, but. It, it really is. Yeah, like, but you're it's performing. A high, beer, you know? Yeah, you're performing it's, background. Definitely, like. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you were performing artist yeah. for how many <laughs> it's, years? It's, like, yeah, no, too many. But, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So I, that that aspect of it is really not um, happening online. From what I'm getting, as much. Yeah. I mean, again, I, I do love the fact that people are still raising money for charities and stuff like that. Um, and we've, we've been talking about it a lot and exploring our options on how we could do something. But again, it, it just comes back to just the personal aspect of getting together and, and spending time with people. And so do you guys you do know. anything special for like no shave November? Uh, no, because I mean, we I, don't, it's I already, don't I, I'm like, I already don't do that, but stop shaving my legs. No, <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> That's a dancer right there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I honestly know there's, there's no big, no big change for November. Um, the, some of the mustachioed guys, they, they do Movember stuff because it is more geared towards the mustache yeah, part of. Yeah. I think that's the, that's the, the, the reason guys created that, the, the whole testicular cancer thing's bullshit. That is not, <laughs> guys don't give that much of a shit about like prostate and testicular cancer awareness. The reason guys started this thing was specifically so the dudes that had wives that hated mustaches and beards could grow them. They had an excuse. I, think so. I know it is. I know a yeah. lot of people. That are I wonder in that kind the of percentage of wives after they do that are like, oh, okay, you can keep it. Yeah. Yep. Versus not keep it. Yeah. But honey, I'm raising money for charity with my beard. Yeah, I'm trying to bring yeah. awareness to cancer. You you have your breast cancer month, so I have my breast <laughs> cancer month. Because <laughs> isn't breast cancer awareness October? It is. Yes. Yeah. So it's like right after. Like you just it had is. breast. You could have wore pink all month, and I would have said hate- shit. <laughs> <laughs> Is the worst. What? <laughs> oh, Bree's playing tug under the table with a dog and like ramming into stuff. So in for stuff. each event that you guys do, do you choose a different charity, or are there charities that you have part like partnerships with and relationships with? Um, so we, a big part of our uh, the competition was being at Snowbird Oktoberfest because mm-hmm. it's Oktoberfest. That's the, a perfect the, time for a beer. We thought it would be. Um, and so we asked them, you know, what charities would you guys be interested in us um, helping out? And they went with Wasatch Adaptive Sports. It's for kids, veterans, and others with special needs to get out and do mm. Utah recreation. And uh, we thought that was great, you know. Um, it it had a special place for some of our uh, old members that used to be around, um, and so they they thought it was cool. We thought it was cool. Um, we all thought it would be the perfect thing to do, 
And Especially in a very highly active state. Yeah, I mean, you know, we we all take such advantage of of the, the amazing mountains and the deserts and the forests here. Uh, I mean, there's so much skiing. You know, you name it, you can do it here. We were talking about that earlier. Yeah. That it's just like Utah is amazing in so many ways. And if you can't get out there, uh, you know, on your own, it's really great that there's some organizations that are there to help help you do so. For it's, sure. That's really cool. Yeah. So speaking of Utah being so amazing, <laughs> that, that actually leads into the perfect question, which is uh, what's the most interesting or unique thing that you've discovered about Utah in all your time here? Oh, wow. Um my favorite thing about Utah, uh, I, I love going camping up in the Uintas. Uh, I don't get to go up there very often, but it's, it's, you know, quiet, beautiful forest, mountains, late, little lakes, uh, you know. Do you have a particular spot up in the Uintas you like uh, to be the most? I, I like Moosehorn. Moosehorn? Moosehorn Lake. It's, you know, it's pretty chill. Um, it's just like a, a little mosquito-filled pond. <laughs> but uh, Take your deep. Yeah. I mean, but it's just, you know, easy access camping grounds and, and just to go up for a weekend. It's it's cool. I love it. It's beautiful up there. Awesome. Yeah. Hey, so if people want to get a hold of you to book you for a private dance <laughs> or, or talk about beard stuff or, or, or beer, have to, some beer that yeah, you don't yeah. have to bottle. Oh, uh, yeah. How do, how do they get a hold of you? How do they find out about your, your uh, salty saints.com or salty saints beards.com as our website. Um, we have an Instagram salty saints and on Facebook salty saints social club and facial hair society. Um, probably Facebook and, and Instagram kind of stuff are the best way to get a hold of us if you're looking to talk to somebody about something. Um, but yeah, that's and private shows by Wolf. Private shows by Wolf. <laughs> I bring the beer. Yes, I'm, I'm sorry, joking about it being your stripper you? name and then talking about a dancing career. Just, it was very, very it's ideal. Too much for me. <laughs> it's awesome. Oh, I just, I just wanted to say really quick, um, just for your relationship with, uh, Shades of Pale, if it's just a, just a job or if it, it's something that you really, cause we talk about local beer all the time. We didn't touch on that. So, uh, uh yeah, I, I love where I work. Um, I was a customer, um, when they first moved down to Salt Lake from Park City, um, about five years ago, I guess. I loved their beer. I was really into their, their ales and, um, I, I kept going there. We would, we'd have a little club night there actually on, I want to say Friday nights for a while there. Uh, before I started working there, really, we, we would go hang out every Friday night. Um, and, uh, so it was actually after one of our beard competitions up at Oktoberfest, we had come down to have some beers after on the Sunday. And the Trent, the owner, um, of Shades said, Oh, hey, you know, if you guys are not doing anything tomorrow, your friends from out of town, you guys could come help us bottle some beer. We need some volunteers. And they were like, yeah, that would be fun. That would be great. You know, so we went and did that the next day. And I was like, wow, this is actually really cool. Uh, if you guys ever need any more help, here's my phone number. So just let me know. 
And it started becoming a weekly to multi times the week, and then and you're like, you guys really got to start paying me. Well, it was them. <laughs> they they honestly were the that the, yeah they they were like, you know, do you want to just work here now for real? Because you're coming here to help we all the feel time. Like and, we're taking advantage of you. Oh, you know, <laughs> I got some uh, beer here and there, which is always good. But uh, I said, sure, I'd I'd work for money. <laughs> that would be cool and and again like i had been a stay-at-home dad for a while and had been taking a big break from the the workforce and um yeah so i i, I started on the bottling line working there um and then they needed a, some bartenders and so i was like oh, you know i've got my evenings mostly free too i started bartending i then i became like mostly bartender for two years and then uh they they realized that they needed help back in, in production again, so they were like, hey, do you want to come back over to this side? And then uh, it's been a year now again, but I'm their their lead packaging guy. It's it's great fun most days when the machines are all behaving. <laughs> when they're working. <laughs> when, the, when the breakers don't flip. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the, the, the windstorm, we were Ooh. we were out of power for like five days. Oh, God. And, which meant we couldn't chill our beer and we couldn't can our beer. Couldn't, they, yeah, we really that, could do did nothing. Did that ruin batches of beer? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, I mean, that's... Uh, Chris wanted to make sure it didn't ruin anything. No, yeah, I mean, that's, well, that's the cool thing about beer. devastating for, for someone to lose something like that. I mean, mid-process, as long as it's not, like, during the boil. Yeah, as long as, know, it's, as long it's... As long as it's, uh... And, and otherwise, you're just waiting to cold crash to, to, to put it to sleep to can it kind yeah. of thing, you know? Um, stop fermentation. But otherwise, no, I mean... Just hangs out and yeah. does this thing. Um, I mean, you know, the earthquake set us back a few days because the power was out then too and off and on and, um, just little things like that. But I love the creativity again. Like I, I was a dancer, so creativity and stuff is like, I love, um, but the, our, our master brewer, Marcio, he, he just likes coming up with crazy stuff like the Tai Tom Ka soup beer, which is, mm. it's a, a Thai soup Whoa. inspired beer with. It's got flavors of coconut, coconut and lemongrass and uh, galangal, the, the the spice. Is and, that is that getting canned or is it just being? Oh yeah, oh uh, yeah, it's it's getting canned for sure all the time. Um, liquor store only? Or no, that's the thing. Is most of our beers are just available at there, Shades. Yeah. yeah, you come down and get some to goes, or we have a small patio open mm-hmm. for to stays. Do you have the? Is the interior open right now? With no, 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 just just our patio. So we're we're still figuring out what what's winter going to bring. But yeah, like I, shades has the. I mean, that tap room is just a nice chill spot to hang out for a little while, have a couple beers. Yeah, it's been weird to not have anybody in there for the last. Yeah, that is- that is wild. So many months now. That is wild. <laughs> All the months. Do you ever All like? Do you ever like uh, throw something up on the old like meat packing lines and like slide down them? Uh, <laughs> no, I wish they were. I wish they were still there. Um, Wouldn't it be cool? I mean, most of the stuff is gone. Yeah, it's, it's all yeah. out. It's all just brewery stuff. The building's so awesome. It's it's a cool place. Um, and and seeing it evolve over the last five years. From just being a customer till now, it's it was it's been an interesting journey. The place has come a long way. Um, they've grown as a brewery, so well, we've grown as a brewery so much. Um, 
I'm it's, pretty sure you. Exciting. I'm pretty sure you served me booze there once or twice. I'm sure. <laughs> I I promise you, I have. If you came to Shades at some point in the last two years. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Hey, well, thanks so much for joining us. It's been a great conversation, Wolf. Thank you guys so much. I'm just gonna call you Wolf. You you can call me that for sure. <laughs> cool. Thank you. Well, uh, oh, I was going to tell you guys, um, t- sorry, thanks to, to Stripper Wolf, um, Greg, uh, Greg Shone Wolf, uh, for joining us. That was a fun conversation, Greg. Check him out for private shows and listings. Yeah. Um, what did I, what did I say it was? Like, uh, bookthewolf.com. For, <laughs> That'd be uh, awesome. For private shows. Uh, he does, uh, Dickie coveralls or, um, Fireman. <laughs> Those are the the two. He also does a ZZ Top thing. If you're into that, cheerleader. Uh, or he can tuck that beard. Tuck. Yeah. Beard. So if if you want the ZZ Top thing, it, you got to give him like an hour of prep, and you have to be playing Stairway to Heaven when he opens the door. <laughs> 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 That's just what he likes to dance to. It's a weird song to dance to. I don't know. Um. Uh, anyway, thanks, Sam. Sorry. <laughs> You need to pick a ZZ Top song. The the I don't fucking know ZZ Top songs. I just know Stairway to Heaven. It's a good song. I think that would be a funny song to see a guy try to strip to. Yeah, very slow. Slow dance. Slow it's like a lap dance. dance. Very sensual. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, anyway, um, so thanks to him, I, I was going to tell you guys. Have you been out towards Wendover recently? Have you seen the snake? The tire snake. Uh-uh. There's a new art piece that's out on the salt flats. So as you're driving on the salt flats, I think uh, Angie took a picture of it, right? Um, but we saw it too. So it is after the stupid tree thing, whatever that's called. Um, I don't want to call it stupid. It's kind of cool. But there's the there's a bunch of like old school white wall tires that have been painted, uh, and they are in the form of a snake. It's really cool little hmm. art installation. Interesting. Uh, there's a lot of that stuff out there, and I saw so many fucking people on the salt flats. It was really pissing me off how many tire tracks I saw out there. Um, but anyway, uh, I thought that was cool. I forgot to mention that earlier. Um, so worth a look. If uh, you're driving to Windover, uh, just uh, look north. You'll see it. Uh, that's going to do it for the week. If you liked what you heard, uh, please uh, give us a, a share. That's what helps us the most. Um, be sure and follow us on the social medias, whatever one it is you go on. Uh, at TNU Podcast. Uh, com is the website. Um, it's a great place to go see links to all the articles that we talk about. Um, get to see all the, the great things that people say. Uh, like I'm sure Jess will do a, a write-up on Moosehorn Lake or, or, or somewhere up there. Someday. <laughs> uh, someday when she gets... She's a great bloggist. When I have time. Bloggist. I like that. That's better than blogger. I think bloggist is better. Um, but have a have a good week. Please, please, please register to vote. Turn your bad um, water off. And, and make sure... Yeah, make sure if you're only registering just now, you go to the polls. Otherwise, send your ballot in uh, very quickly. Next week, we'll be with The Left Show uh, talking... All ballot, uh, pretty much all show. Uh, I think it's an important show, so if you want to wait until you hear that, that would be fine. Comes out on Wednesday next week. And um, turn off your water, you fucking idiots. <laughs>